Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again, folks. Broadcasting live with his tin cans and a brand new string from a top old smoky. It's Ben, the king of wiener slingers, with a fancy co-host with important guests and the best answers a third grade education can buy. All for you. Sponsored by Mobile Food Vendors Association, Ben'sCarts.com, Whiskey by the Jug and Donuts. You are so in for a treat today. But if I told you now, I'd have to kill you. So stay tuned. Ben's as nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Stand by. He's downing his last glass of liquid courage. And he'll be live in 30 seconds. Want to save even more money? Build your own professional hot dog cart. Save over $1,000. Buildacart.com. Buildacart.com. Tonight we have a great show lined up. The Deb, the official Deb of the official Mobile Food Vendors Association will be joining us live. She will be singing a little ditty she wrote back when Moby Dick was just a minnow. Of course, she will also take requests, so get ready for some musical loving coming straight out of the deserts of Washington State. But really, she will be joining us live, giving us the scoop on the new membership drive over at mymfva.org. That's Mobile Food Vendors Association.org, but it starts with a my. And catching us up on all the latest gossip and happenings at the dog park. If you don't know what the dog park is, stay tuned and you will tonight. Now, at any moment during tonight's show, a young dogger, an engineer student who is doing so good, he's starting on his second cart in just two months. He will be joining us live. Fingers crossed that the professors let him out of school on time. Stuart is his name. He will be giving us the scoop on how he sells $3.50 hot dogs without blinking an eye. I want to also wish you all a happy Valentine's Day. Much love from Ben's Carts, HDVR radio team, and I'm glad you're joining us tonight. If your spouse is real mad that you're doing this instead of the back rub you promised her, with the tips and info you'll learn tonight, you'll be able to afford a good divorce attorney. So, this is the time of year many new vendors are coming onto the scene. Some will never make it. Others will succeed and find it as rewarding as I have. The difference between the two is that some will never take advantage of all that's available to them absolutely free. It's there for the taking. Blogs, articles, Facebook pages, groups, videos, they're abundant. So if you're just getting started or thinking about getting started, do yourself a favor. Get online and research. Find all the free information that's available to you. I know it may seem like a lot to learn, but much of it is fairly easy. It comes down to doing it all in the correct order. You could run out, get a cart, and get your learn on later, but this is a great way to be out of business before you're in. Your first step, period, should be to contact the local city, county office, and find out if and where you're allowed to set up. They may say, sure, get a permit and you can set up anywhere with permission. Or they may say, nowhere, never, no how. 
There are ways to get around the nowhere, never scenarios, but you may want to find alternative locations if that's the case. In my own town, I had to be outside the city limits. So for me, I had done this business back asswards and already had a cart. This put a kink in my plans. I had visions of grandeur setting up on the busy streets where millions of tourists walk and shop. Ha, huh, no such luck. We will talk more on that on another episode, but for the time being, go over to LearnHotDogs.com or Ben'sCarts.com and click on the video training section. It's free, absolutely free. There's nothing to sign up for, and you can watch till your heart's content. with the other 364 days for the ladies. But tonight, some lucky lady is going to win a brand new dog sled. No more walking behind those dogs through the frozen tundra. With this shiny, slick, stainless steel hot dog sled, you will be able to glide across the snow with ease. Get a second one and have one for both feet. It's going to be a brutal competition of wits and wisdom. The tenth female to call into the show shall win. No pushing or shoving allowed, and when I say go, start dialing. Men, poke and prod, but in order to win, she doesn't have to ask any questions, nor even answer one. All she's got to do is call in. We will answer calls as received and move on till we get a winner. I'll let you know when it begins. Of course, the winner will get a dog sled that us doggers use, stainless steel loaded with all the bells and whistles. Shipping will be free, and we will even pay the tag, taxes, and title fees. So tonight, be listening. I'll announce the start to call in on the dog sled race. You're listening to HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. The blog, I have tried to limit the newsletters that the blog sends out each week to only two. Now, obviously, if there's something real special or important, I'll do one on the fly. But right now, I'm trying to put them out on Sundays and Mondays. If you haven't been watching these, snap to it. Every week, vendors send me tips and ideas and such, and all to learn, share, and grow the knowledge. To you, I say thanks a million. If you think those old blog articles are out of date, you're mistaken. There's tons of information, tips and tricks, and all kinds of good stuff to help you succeed, to share a new location idea, a great place to find a deal on one of your card essentials. So don't be scared. Jump in and start going through them. Tonight, the phone lines will be open for questions. Feel free to call in at any time. Press the option to talk live with a host, and we will get to you and your question. Answers are always free. Correct answers may cost you a little bit more. Last week, we had 10 callers with awesome questions, so keep them coming. We're now on iTunes for your listening convenience. 
We have Rob on the lines with us tonight. He's getting better after his battle with ear infections, and I'm so happy that Rob has come on the show every single time, and he's been a huge help. The man is full of tips and ideas, and so I'm thinking of doubling his pay. Let's see here. I take my salary and multiply that times two. There you go. That's zero zip nada. You know why we do this. I mean, other than it feeds my insatiable ego, because we love you. We want you to succeed. We want to, you to learn. We want to learn from you. And we all want to be the best we can be. Speaking of ears, though, that reminds me. You know what phone sex causes? It causes hearing aids. We are doggers. We are street vendors. We are special. We are valuable asset to the communities we serve. My papa always told me, before you try keeping up with the Joneses, make sure you know where they're going. Vendors don't keep up with the Joneses, nor do they want to. Vendors create where there was nothing, and while providing for their customers and those fortunate enough to find them, they provide as well for their families. Stand proud. We are few and far between, and the world would be better with more of us. So, are you ready? Are you ready to get this show on the road? We are broadcasting live HDVR with listeners all over. I want to thank our listeners and especially welcome to those listening from overseas. Yes, you heard me right. We have been privileged with listeners from the UK, Africa, the Philippines, and Pakistan. Dog Vendor Radio, HDVR, broadcasting live from atop the Smoky Mountains, sponsored by Mobile Food Vendors Association and Ben'sCarts.com. Grab a can, tighten your string, and lend us an ear. Welcome, welcome, Rob. Are you on the line with me? I absolutely. I'm here. <laughs> All right. We have, I thought um, you had uh, left out your most handsome uh, asset to your show there for a minute. <laughs> Get a little concerned. <laughs> no, I saw you um, sneaking around the chat room a little earlier, and yeah. um, I said I was talking to Deb, and I said, uh, I wonder why Rob's not over here on the phone with us. Because when I answered her call, I said, hey, Rob. And she goes, no, this is Deb. And she sounds a lot better than you. <laughs> Probably better looking than I am too. So. Oh, I'm sure she is. I'm sure. I have. Um, I want to bring Deb on, but I wanted to see if there's anything you want to talk about or bring up or anything you've run across this week. I know that you're a busy, busy man, and I also wanted to let everyone know that at any point I may interrupt the broadcast for a um, for this gentleman that's going to call in, Stuart, and he is in class right now, but when he gets out, we're going to spend about five, ten minutes with him and listen to what he's done already in two months. The guy has just blew my mind. Nope, so I'm what you good. Got? You're good. I'm going to let you lead the way here. <laughs> I was trying to uh, put you on the spot so I could lie to you. I know you are. That's all right. I'll put you back <laughs> on the spot. Let's, let's get Deb on the line. If anybody doesn't know Deb, you haven't been around the hot dog vending world long. Um, Deb is the director for the um, fairly new Mobile Food Vendors Association. It can be found at MyMFEA, the acronym for Mobile Food Vendor Association, MyMFEA.org. And she's got some special announcements and news. And I'd like to bring her on. Hello, Deb. Hey there, Ben. Happy Valentine's Day. Well, happy Valentine's Day to you. We've got Rob on the line, a bunch of listeners, and there's people in the chat room. Rob, 
um, typically tries to keep the um, chat room calm. There's a lot of, you know, pulls, fights, and pulling hair and stuff over there. And uh, and so he'll be back and forth. But I I am so excited to have you on the sh- on the show. I wanted to let people know that you've got a special announcement. I'd like to start with that if you don't care, or if you'd rather. Tell us what Mobile Food Vendor Association is and what it does and what its plans are. Mobile Food Vendors Association is actually something that um, came up. It, it was kind of initially based on a trade association, and we kind of looked at Chamber of Commerce, and we looked at different trade associations, and we put a business model together, and then we found out, well, you know what? The people that really need us, they really need us, and they can't necessarily afford where we were. So we revamped everything, and now we have an amazing offer where it's just $20. Probably, you know, what you'd pay for a Valentine's dinner. Well, probably if you pay that, then your your spouse isn't going to be or your your significant <laughs> other isn't going to be too happy. <laughs> But that's a Taco Bell. But dinner. what we've done, I mean, we've really, we've really changed things because we're looking at the people that need us, and small businesses need to grow. They need to be a business. They need to not be just, you know, um, somebody buying a job. So we've been working very hard to put this together and bring together resources and all kinds of things and work toward helping you put together a successful business. I like that. So you just you you just brought up a point about um, not buying a job. Tell me a little more about that. A lot of people, when they get into this, they think, oh, my gosh, I can go out and I can find a used dog car. It's going to be $500. And let me tell you, um, I bought one that was a used car. I spent $2,000 and thought I was saving a ton of money found out all kinds of things that was wrong with it, ended up, that was $2,000 that I spent that I didn't need to spend. So what we're trying to do is give you the resources, talk to you. We've got all kinds of people that are involved. We've got old doggers. We've got people that are just brand new. And we're trying to bring it all together so that you actually can have a successful business and, you know, something that can sustain your family. I like that. Um, everybody here that started in this that I know of, at least for me, it was out of need or necessity. I had to find a way to make a living. And if, if for those who haven't watched, you know, my little training videos, the very first one I tell you, you know, my story, how I got in it, why I got in it. Um, went from a fairly wealthy, or thought I was fairly wealthy. I wasn't as liquid as I thought. And <laughs> um, you know, within weeks, I was on the side of the road. Um, serving hot dogs, and you know it was a blow to my ego. It was a blow to my esteem, but our self esteem. But um, ultimately, it it paid. The dividends were huge. I I am thankful for the hot dog business. I love it, and I'm proud of it. When somebody asks me what I do, I'm a hot dog vendor, and I don't. Um, there's no bad taste in my mouth anymore. Um, it's what fed my children. It's what brought us out of nothingness. Because um, we were at the pits, we had lost everything. Our home, we were, you know, living in a crappy little tiny trailer, and it was horrid 
five children in a two-bedroom trailer is rough. So, Well, um, you know, what I did, I, I'm sorry, I kind of oh, like blasted over the top of you, but what I did, I started with a restaurant, and that's where a lot of people think that they want to go, and I found out that the overhead was tremendous. You had all kinds of uh, money that needed to go out for your lease, for your licenses, for um, for money for your uh, hot dogs and, and different things that, you know, they have a, an expiration date. I ended up going from the restaurant to the hot dog cart. I went backwards. But I don't feel it's backwards, not at all. But you probably you really gave you the most freedom you've know. ever had. Oh my gosh, you have so many opportunities. You can you can build this business to work around what you like. I mean I, I mean I hear from people that they only do events. Right. And for some people that's exactly what they want to do and for other people they they say, "Well, no, uh I just want a place on the street corner." And sometimes that's more difficult. It's not as easy. It's not for everybody. And if we get that out there, I mean, who has not said, wish I knew now what I didn't know then? So we're trying to take that out of the equation. I like that. I I started, you know, roughly. I, I did everything backwards. Um, you know, rushed yep. out to get a cart, didn't know the rules, didn't know anything about anything, and did it backwards. Now, since then, I, you know, I bought it, you know, in the first probably six months of business, I, I think I purchased every course there is on the market because I wanted to keep learning, but there wasn't the amount of stuff available that there is now online. There's a lot of people online providing even their own personal testimonials or showing like I had some guys that we did on the blog that have built their own cart and they're set up now at a university out west or midwest and they are um they were able to help others because they put that stuff online. But they also got help from others who already had stuff online. So it's it's like a um, you know a snowball rolling down a hill. It gets bigger and bigger, and and more and more people can access it and get the information. Um, what? Um, and you've been awesome. I mean, just going back to when you when you click on your site, you have so much available there that I I just think that it's fantastic. I love working with small businesses. I love I've I've had that background. Haven't been in the hot dog business too long, which has been I think a good thing because I'm learning with the others about the hot dog business. I've had right. other experiences, been in trade associations, all those different things. But now I'm I'm learning this business. And so I don't you know, it it we have a lot of people that are old doggers, the old dogs, and they are just like so excited to share what they've done to be successful, and that's like one of the best things that has happened to this organization. Well, I I like that. I like the fact that there's there's a multitude of sites that now help. A lot of the manufacturers are doing it now. You know, they're providing a blog or providing um, information and training and more links to help. The, the thing I like about Mobile Food Vendor Association, because pretty soon it starts to become the shotgun effect. You know, you can get almost in a dizzy head spin typing in hot dog cart on Google. And so if you aren't are if you aren't already tuned in to the places to go for the information, 
the the nice part about MFEA is now there will be a place that we can all go and or refer others to that will direct and guide us um, to the key spots so that we're not shotgunning, we're not just running around in circles out there on the web Googling everything we can and bookmarking everything, now we'll have one spot so that if we need to find out about rules, we can link to our state's rules. If we need to find out about um, the, you know, something current event, if we need to find out about a certain vendor or manufacturer or deals, it's all available. Now, speaking of deals, Deb, what are y'all's plans with um, with the deals? With what is what does someone get? Coming into MFVA for their twenty dollars. I know twenty dollars didn't you know doesn't take much to recoup if the, if it gives you a few tips. But ultimately, what do they get in the long haul? Well, one of the things that we're really working on is finding those discounts. I am spending a lot of time on the phone talking to suppliers, and they're looking and they're going, "Okay, you're just kind of a startup, not unlike everybody that's starting up their own hot dog business," but. Right now, I already have Ben's cards, $100 off. Dreammakers, $100 off. Um, I have a, an, a crispy onion place, and he's giving out free um, free shipping. And so that's where I'm kind of looking at now is to find those discounts. Those are things you're going to have to pay for anyway. They absolutely are. I'm, I'm not going to be able to get a discount from the health department. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, there are other places where the suppliers, um, we had an old dogger that, I mean, I've been in this for a year now, and I had like the green relish and some of those things, which is very uncommon in Washington State. But I heard one of the doggers talk about Plockman's mustard that has a chili dog taste to it. Well, I can't get you a total discount on that we have an amazon store there and honest to god ben you can have a dog that tastes like a chili dog and your health department is not even going to look at you twice because it's not chili that you're making but it tastes like a chili dog learn that from one of the doggers so we just put those things out there so that the people that are getting started they can find out these tricks of the trade from the old doggers, from the people that are, are really successful, and we're throwing that back to you so that you don't have to go through all the mistakes. You have such a better chance of getting a successful business going, and I think that's awesome. I like I like that a lot. Who? Um, hey, Ben. Yeah. Right. If I may, uh, talking about sharing information and learning stuff from other people, uh, I've got a little small rant I'm going to do. Uh, if you come on a okay. forum or you come on any show, or especially a forum, and you ask a question, um, whether it be about chili or health department or whatever it is, and somebody or a group of people, multiple people, are nice enough to spend time answering the question, please respond back with, hey, I appreciate it, guys, I think I'm going to um, go that route or whatever. I cannot stand hit-and-run people in these forums that come in, ask a question, they don't even respond back by saying, hey, thanks, or that's a good idea, I never thought of that, or at least acknowledge that you saw the information that was given, that you asked for, 
and that you're going to possibly do something with it or not or whatever the case may be. Please say thank you to people that spend time in these forums um, helping other uh, vendors out uh, free of charge. I mean, they just do it on their own, goodness of their heart kind of thing. At least have the decency to respond back in those posts to say thank you, please. My little uh, rant, sorry, I had to do that. No, I, I think I think you're spot on, <laughs> and I think that will get better as time goes by, Rob. The right now, you know, MFVA, the, the forum, if you all are all familiar, that we had at LearnHotDogs.com, is now over at MFVA. Um, they have a server that's hosting that. There's um, uh, quite a few people that helped get that done and get um, there was there was quite a bit of money involved in getting the all the stuff moved over um, more than I thought that that it would be. And there were several people that pitched in and and helped with that move over. And so you may hear us plug. Um, like, you know, Deb's going to plug Ben's carts or you're going to um, plug Dream Makers or you're going to plug um, a certain vendor or his Facebook page, um, you can bet these are people that have helped out to make to make MFVA something that we can all rely on and we can all go there and share and learn. And I think as that grows, you'll find that more people will be posting there and checking regularly. Right now, it's you know it's still in that beginning stages, but I, I couldn't agree more. I, I've been over to Road Food and posted answers before and never hear anything. Yeah. You know, not a thank you, not a you know. I'll send them a link to their state's rules or send them. You know, I've got every state's rules I think now in, on file from where customers have sent them to me, um, wanting me to read them for them, and, and we don't do that, but they I still get them. And yes, there was a guy just the other day, Ben, that posted asking specific questions about North Carolina. Of course, yeah. I chimed in and I explained to him exactly in the process what what it would take and what he needed to do and the cost associated with it, blah, 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 answered everything out, and he's yet to even respond back at all that he even read the information that was given. So it's kind of frustrating at times when you spend time trying to help people and they don't even have the decency to say hello. So, uh, well, it feels like you're, you know, your work is futile. It feels like, right. hey, I, I helped out, at, at least acknowledge that, that I was there. You know, I don't even care for the thanks. If you'll just say, all right, or anything. Yeah, that sounds put, good. Put a smile something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I agree. So anyway, sorry about that. Like I said, I hate to. But I want well, the reason I even mention it, Ben, is because these people, like you say, are doing it on their own time, and Deb mentioned it too. This is free information that people are spending time and energy doing, and it's only fair to say thank you. It's just common decency to say thank you. And it, the more you say thank you and the more people feel like you appreciate what you're doing as far as giving the information, the more people are going to participate with these forums and ensure, and, and this information sharing. Uh, it just works better when people know that what they're giving their time-wise is appreciated and therefore they're going to be willing to participate. Because I've seen people, very talented people, uh, get on these forums, whether it be a hot dog forum or whatever forum, um, and get mad and leave. And that's a resource that the forum shouldn't lose over just people not being good adults. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Good people. So sorry about that, Deb. Didn't mean to interrupt you with that. Oh, no, no, no. I understand completely, and I really appreciate you bringing that up. We have to remember that we're all type A personalities or we wouldn't be out there. Right. And that is one thing that, that, you know, you wrestle with. You really want, you really want to be like the super moderator that you, you know, but sometimes there are times when 
um, you know, not only do they not appreciate, but there's like a big slap in the face right on there on the page, and you're going, um, I was really trying to help. <laughs> and, right. and so, you know, that that does come up. I mean, gosh, I have an ego too. <laughs> right. But but what I really want to do is I want to help these small businesses. And I have people that call me at home, and that's really cool. I have no problem with that. I, I have my phone number up there. Um, it's something that it's just so amazing to see people that are trying to build a business. They're not looking for government handouts. They're going for it. They're going for it. They've found a niche where they they can succeed. It's going to be a lot of work, and if we can put information out there that makes it easier, I really love doing that. Love it. I I think you're you're dead on, and I love that you're doing it, and I'm glad there's people that are um, in the sidelines that are helping with it. There's there's a there's so much that can happen with MFVA and create. Weren't you telling me or you posted somewhere about um, it will help us by having members, we have more credibility when going for discounts? Absolutely. One of the first things I hear when I'm calling these different companies and saying, hey, you know, what can you do for us? We've got a group of 300. We are over 300 people now on that uh, Facebook page. And one of the first things they want to know is, well, how many people are going to buy from me? They're businesses. They're not, you know, they're businesses. And so we want to be able to say, okay, here we have this Facebook page, and we don't want to see a bunch of um, dog fights. Would that be the right word? <laughs> dog yeah. fights? Yeah. You know, and I really don't have a problem with, with people that are, um, you know, that disagree. That's what it's all about, you know. But contact me, and let's see how we fix this. And and then let's get these vendors or these suppliers in there where they can give you those discounts, where they see that they're going to get business because that's one of the things that I want to be able to offer is these discounts. You're going to be buying this stuff anyway. It's going to come out of your pocket. And so, you know, that that is a big deal, a big so deal. So the, the bottom line is we need to get more vendors to be a part of MFVA, which at 20 bucks. um there's no reason it's that it's so cheap. I mean, when I when I started out looking at, I'm sorry, when I started out looking at a trade association, my chamber of commerce in Dinky Aberdeen, Washington, is over two hundred dollars. You know, and what do they give me? Um, really, not a lot. And so I kind of looked at that and went, okay, so we would be able to take that money and start having trade shows, and we could do this, and we could do that. And I had this grandiose idea. And that would have been fantastic, but really looking at my people, they're just getting started. And so that's why everything was revamped, and and we're looking at how can we help you, how can we get you there, and we want we have this vision. We want we want lawyers, we want insurance, we want all kinds of things. It's going to take a while, just like their little their businesses. We're building this too. And so it's all I mean you're you're building this this business or this this association where it's gonna come back and it's gonna help you. 
And for 20 bucks, for heaven's sake. Hey, Deb, let me, because uh, Ben knows I'm a little familiar with politics and how all that works and so forth. One thing I can explain to the listeners is a trade organization, when you join the trade organization, and the more mm-hmm. people, uh, to get things accomplished with politicians, um, and I, what I mean by that is bureaucracy <coughs> and the local health departments, uh, either on the Absolutely. local county level, state level, or national level, the stronger the trade organization, the more lo- what's called lobbying power they have. Because there's two things that an organization can do for a politician. They can either, A, give them lots of money um, uh, with uh, the power of money, because that's what they use to run elections, or, B, you can give them a fit, because you have a huge lobbying base of people that is a strong voice, which causes them to either gain votes or lose votes. So the stronger the organization, as far as the sheer number of participants in that organization, the stronger the organization is to where they can get something done. And I'll give you a classic example. Hey, Let's Rob. Say, for instance, go ahead, bud. Hey, Rob. Um, give me yes, two seconds. I've got um, Stuart on the line. And yeah. if you can remember that we're here, um, you're, I want to hear your examples, and I don't want to forget where we came. I know, but I know he's in class and trying Stuart, to get things done. Yeah, Stuart uh, just right walked ahead. out of one, and I don't know if he's got to go into another one, but I don't want to hold him up. And, um, oh, no, you're good. Y'all bear with me two I'll, seconds. I'll take my goat for a walk while y'all uh, <laughs> uh, talk to him. <laughs> Have you seen it? LearnHotDogs.com has one-on-one training. You can pick a vendor nearest you and get help and even get hands-on experience on a real card. Simply click on the link, one-on-one training, at the top of the blog. We're live on the radio, on Hot Dog Vendor Radio, and I wanted to let everybody know I've got Stuart on the line with me. Stuart is an engineer student in Florida, bought a cart a little bit um, back and we're going to find out the details but i know that i um, talked about Stuart in the intro but we've got Stuart. hi Stuart. how are you i'm doing good ben how are you i'm doing wonderful thank you so much for doing this i know that you're in between classes or moving from one class to to home or whatever you've got to do um uh, thank you for coming on um I, I was impressed with your story tell me how what got you started how you got started well, what got me started was I've mean, been going to school for quite a while, and I kept bouncing around from employer to employer. Couldn't really hold a stable job, being the fact that I'm in, in school, you know, constantly always having to change my work schedule. It just didn't work out. So I had to find other means you know, to make the money and get myself through school. I was doing some research through the Internet, and I found your website, and I guess seen you had a book, uh, of course, um, and I bought your book, you know and read it, loved it, you know, lots of great information in there. And then it inspired me, and and that's pretty much how I got started into the business. Had you, had you, were you already in school, and was this a, a reason to help provide funds for school? What was the, what made you need to do this? Well, I, I needed to be able to survive and be able to pay rent and pay for my books and pay for classes, and I just, like, like I said, I got fed up going to work for people and just couldn't couldn't get by because I was always worried, you know, the new semester came around, I was going to have to have a different schedule. And the people I worked for, they didn't really like it that they had to work around my schedule for my school. 
been that worked for them. And, you know, and it just it wasn't working out. So I had to either quit school or work a full-time job or create my own income. And that's so, pretty much where I decided, you know, hot dogs, you know. What how, long, like a great idea. how long have you been doing it now, Stuart? I've been doing it for two months. Two months. And um, tell me a little bit about, did you go out and find an immediate spot, or did you had you already found some spots ahead of time? Um, tell me how that went, that process of finding a location. Uh, it was tough at first. Um, you know, I was, I, before I bought a hot dog cart, I did a lot of prospecting locations, and um, probably the first 10 or 15 places, they would tell me no, or I ran into the problem of city or ordinances. You know, some parts of the city I can't operate and some parts I can't. So I pretty much looked at those guidelines and then started focusing more my attention to those locations that I could operate. And being the one of the locations that I could operate is on the beach um, where there's heavy tourist attractions and lots of night nightclubs, uh, shops and everything. And I, I found a, a bar, a local bar, um, that was very busy at nighttime, and I started uh, doing it on a Friday and Saturday nights. Um, did that, and before I ever could get um, get my license and everything, I, I live in a private um, apartment community of 200 apartments, approximately 600 residents, and I would go put out flyers um, every Friday on people's doors and let them know that I would be there during Saturday and Sunday from the hours of 10 to 2. And that's pretty much, you know, how I got started. My locations. I love the the flyers. That that is slick. Um, to go ahead and advertise to get them to come where you're going to be set up. You know, um, in the future. I like that idea. What? Where are you now with it? What is your plans now? Have you? Um, I don't know if I gave this hint away in the radio announcement in the beginning, but what are your plans right now? My plans. I am currently um, in the process of. Um, getting my second cart. Um, I am uh, just purchased your uh, do-it-yourself course and uh, did all that little add-ons for the, the pump and all that. And as soon as I get that, I'm going to start building my second hot dog cart. i got a second location at Amusement Park that they're going to let me operate there, um, no charge, and through the season. And pretty much where I'm going to go with that. Are you going to hire someone to run that one or run the other one? How are you going to do both cards? I have my, my brother. Um, he is um, he's a he works for himself. He's a contractor, and in between uh, him not doing his own jobs, he's going to work for me. And then also, uh, I got friends that are uh, want volunteer their time. And of course, you know, I've offered to pay them, and they don't want to take any money from me. They know they're working really hard at it and going to school. I just been getting a lot of support from everybody of, of what I'm doing. I am I am so impressed. Um, I'll be either this spring or this summer in Florida, and I'm going to look you up. Um, okay. Eat a hot dog and uh, and check out your carts. I, I think that is fantastic, Stuart. I I really really appreciate you being on the show. Do you have anything that you would share to somebody new getting started? Um, that's either discouraged or just brand new and hadn't even you know biting off the you know biting the bullet yet. Oh yeah, sure. I mean, I anybody that's new and uh, is looking into it and still real unsure of uh, this what they want to do. You know, it's not 
a bad idea. Actually, it's been a great idea for me. Um, it takes a lot of hard work. You know, if you've got the hard work and the willpower to put towards it, you can accomplish anything. It's like I've only been in two months, and I've already made my money back on my first hot dog cart, and, and oh. I'm going to start building my second one. Uh, I, I, golly, you make my day, okay? Um it, it it excites me to hear these stories. I do hear both sides. You know, I hear the people that struggle, but I love to hear someone that has done it and makes it and 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 knows that what we teach works. It just sometimes you run into stumbling blocks, but you have to overcome them, kind of like you did with your locations in the beginning. And I am so impressed with you. I wish you um, huge success in your engineering career, and hopefully you'll be able to um, keep the hot dog cart stuff going and either sell the business one day or keep it going and and let someone else run it for you. Thank you, man. Uh, the um, thanks, thanks you for joining us. And tell me this, Stuart, um, do you have a Facebook that you for your business, or do you have a um, website for your business? I have a um, a link page to my personal uh, Facebook. It's uh, called Stew Dogs Hot Dogs. Stew Dogs Hot Dogs, and that's at Facebook. Yes, sir. Okay, so um. I assume that's four words, and they can look it up and find it. Um, and what I'll do is I'll get that. If you'll email me the link or Facebook me the link, I'll put it on the newsletter just as an update so people who um, can fan you and, and spread the word about your your business. Okay, great. Thank I'll you so, that. so much for joining us, Stuart. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, you bet. You, you have a good evening. You too, sir. Talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye. Need to find a good used hot dog cart or concession trailer? The list is growing. If you want to list yours, it's free. Check it out at learnhotdogs.com. Top of the page, click on the used carts. We're back live with Rob, and we've got Deb from MyMFVA.org. That's My Mobile Food Vendors Association. And we are live on the air on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Um, I am so impressed with that guy. He's, he's just barely into his 20s. Engineer student, which tells you a little bit about his intellect. And, and he goes into the hot dog business to make money for school. Can I just say... Um what I heard Stuart say is he he was looking at maybe selling the business. And that is one of the things, you know, where I talked about a little bit, um, you know, looking at a business rather than just a job. Um, there is, there's a book out there called um, The E-Myth. And The E-Myth is about building a business. And one of the first things they say is before you open your doors, we don't, we don't exactly have doors unless we have like the enclosed cart. But... One of the first things you want to do is be looking at your exit strategy. And that sounds strange. I mean, you're getting into a business and you want to grow that business, but you want to be looking, is it a sellable business? It's not a job that you go to and and maybe make a little bit of money. You really want to be putting together that business plan, and that's something else that you know we're really working on, helping people figure out how to do that. You know, Deb, there's a gentleman on on um 
the Facebook pages that called me, and I've talked to him several times over the last couple of years. And he is in his 70s, and he goes to different states. He buys a cart, not necessarily one of mine, but he buys a cart. And if he can get a used one, he does. And he sets it up. He gets the rules. He gets already permitted. He gets a location, starts it going. And he is in a um, like a travel trailer. You know, he tows around behind like a big um, dually pickup truck his home. You know, and that is his permanent mm-hmm. home, and he gets to see the country, and when he gets to a place he likes, he finds a hot dog cart or orders one, if he can't find one, and he gets a business started, and then he sells that business, and then he moves on. And so you're exactly right. How cool is that? Even if How you're cool not, is that that you have that opportunity? I think it's brilliant. I think it's brilliant that you have the opportunity to, one, even if you plan on being in this for eons, if you will go into it and treat it as though you want to build it into something sellable, it will always be something sellable, and it will operate at its optimum level because you will always be looking for ways to increase its value. Oh, absolutely. That's that's exactly how McDonald's got started. I mean, when you look at McDonald's, they didn't look at selling the little hamburgers. They were looking at a business. And that is, like, so important, and a lot of people don't get that, you know, and that that is where you're really going to make your money, is looking at a business. Well, I, I, think I, mean, that, I think it's the only way to go about it. I know for me, immediately it was I needed this money to buy groceries and pay a light bill. Absolutely. And But it grew quickly for me. But it was because I was so motivated. My kids felt they had to eat every single day. And so I didn't have a choice. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, spoiled, spoiled. And I didn't have a choice. And so I was forced into it. But it was, I can't, I'm I'm, I'm awful thankful now that I was forced into it because I have a life that I couldn't have ever known. I talk to doggers every day, lots of doggers, and or street vendors of some sort. They're selling something on the street. And they have freedom. If they want to leave today at 2 to go to a fishing tournament, you can. And, by the way, that's about the only time I would leave a cart early is for a fishing trip. That is um, – <laughs> but, but isn't that amazing? I mean, because when I, when I go back, I mean, it's like you have so many ways to run your business. And you sit down and you figure those things out. And when you have other people that have already done it, you know, where we bring in these old doggers, and this is the way they worked it. You can kind of look at how do you want to structure your business? Do you want to be at those events? I love the events. That's where I think I make the most money. And it's just, you know, it's like, okay, you, you prep up and you get ready and you kind of look at how many people are supposed to be there. And then I look online and I go, Oh, they're asking too much money. I mean, because there's other people out there that have already done this, so mm-hmm. I don't have to. I don't have to come up with this and go. Well, we really screwed up this time. It cost <laughs> me money to be there. I mean, sometimes that will happen. I mean, but having those people with the experience—that's an amazing thing. It's an amazing gift that you have. And you listen to them and you go, okay, this logo is a beautiful logo. But you know what? This logo needs to be something that when I drive by, will I get what that said? Those are things that 
I didn't think about. All I thought about was just selling the hot dogs. Exactly. And there is so much information that can make you successful and bringing those people together, finding those suppliers and helping you put together a business, um, finding your local health departments. I mean, gosh, there are people that live on the line where they have a county that they're working in and live in, and just across the road is another county. How many people, when they first start, know that that other county is going to have totally different rules and regulations? And we have links so that you can find those those county health departments so that if you do want to operate in two counties, you can do that. You Folks, know, we're just I, I trying to tell put you, together all that stuff. I I want to tell everybody that if you have twenty bucks or you're going to get twenty bucks in the next few days, it will be if if you want to take this serious and if you want to do this right and if you want to have some shortcuts because there are shortcuts that because the information's been done and it's already been done, there's no reason to reinvent the wheel. What MFVA has done is created a place for all of that information in one spot, and it gets better daily. Um, she's been working tirelessly for months and months and months and months to gather up the information. There's been volunteers helping. There's been um, some manufacturers helping, excluding myself. There's been people helping to make that into something big, something so that we all can benefit. And yes, they may have a page on the website that that links you to their Amazon page, and they make a little tiny, you know, make three cent on, you know, when you buy. Um, oven mitts or whatever you buy on there, um, but all of that will go to benefit us. Deb touched on this a little earlier tonight. Um, was the that that they wanted legal, and that is a big thing to be able to have a legal team or even a um, somebody on retainer that will help us create contracts, help us create. Um, letters to send our city when the city um, says no to hot dog vendors. You know, you've all heard me talk about the Institute for Justice, and these are the things that will help us be a key player and a supporter for IJ so that we can go out there and overturn these barbaric, you know, um, rules that, that go against our Bill of Rights. And that's the truth. There's no way around it. The Bill of Rights, IJ hasn't lost any cases, and not not in regards to cities that reject food carts. So if you have an issue, it will be nice to be able to go, yeah, I'm a member of MFVA, and we um, we would like Absolutely. to, you know, we would like to send a letter to this city. Well, there will come a point when Deb can have someone send a letter over to your city and go, hey, we'd like to be on the, the minutes for the next meeting. Um, we'd like to propose such and such, and we'd like to share this with you. And we can create slideshows, and we can create all kinds of stuff that will help us as vendors. One of the things that I do have that I can offer is we have, in my little hodunk town community, I have a, an insurance broker. He doesn't get anything back unless you want to sign up with him in Washington, Oregon, and I think one other state. But I've had people that call Jack Durney, and they ask the insurance questions. Insurance is a big deal, but if you don't have the right questions to go ask your broker, your representative, 
you don't know what you need to spend, what you need to have. You don't know what you don't know. And so we brought him in, and he has just, like, been awesome in talking face, you know, over the phone with people. We're going to try to find more of those people for the different things that we need. Um, and we just keep we just keep bringing people into the fore where it just it's growing. It's a it it is a it's definitely a process where we're learning what you need, we're adding what you need, we're finding those resources and and the suppliers and all those things you need. And it's something that you know there's there's a lot of different websites out there you can get things free, but this is one where we plan to be there, we plan to stick with it. And we plan to bring that information to you. And it's just a, an awesome thing. I just, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying meeting the different people, talking to them on the phone. Um, I have people that I plan on, I have like a, a road trip plan where I want to go to Oregon. I want to meet Steamworks. I want to meet some of these different places. I want to eat their hot dogs. And it's just awesome. We've had people that have bonded um, where. Maybe they had an event and they needed somebody to come work for them, and they have bonded and 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 formed friendships and had somebody else that was in the business come help them work that event. Now, that's totally free. There's nothing. I mean, that's just something that comes out of this, and it just keeps growing, and it's, it's an amazing thing. I, I am enjoying it so much. I love it. Hey, we have a caller on the line. If if Rob, if you don't care to um, speak with Deb, and I'm going to go to the the screening room basically and and take this caller's call sure. and see if I can go help. Ahead. Thank you. Hey Deb, one of the things um, before we took that caller, um, you know, I can't stress enough. Ben had mentioned the legal side of things with the um, mobile food vendors. Um, you know, it's nothing more, even if it's not an attorney. Let's say it's it's one of the, the I, I don't use this word uh, out of place, but say a board member of the Mobile Food Vendors Association uh, would call, let's say mm-hmm. a member calls and says, hey, I'm trying to get um, um, such and such done at my health department, or last week I was shut down by my health department because of this, um, but I know I'm in the right. What do I need to do? Well, a lot of times when an org- a trade organization calls a health department or a government official and says, you know, hi, I'm Robert, uh, blah, 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 with the uh, Mobile Food Vendor Association, one of our members called with a concern that I understand last week such and such happened, and we were wanting to get some clarification on that. As soon as they hear that it's a trade organization, a lot of times they take you a bet. different approach. Um, that gets their attention because they really don't know – how powerful you are, again, what kind of lobbying um, power you have or what kind of stink you can cause them. <laughs> so they don't want to be on the local news um, because you gave a call and said, hey, um, this local uh, bureaucrat shut down one of our local uh, food vendors and caused them to lose $500 in revenue for the past week because they said they couldn't have a grill on their cart when their state actually says, oh, yes, you can but this was an overzealous, you know, uh, inspector or whatever. So, again, going back to the importance of a a trade organization and what it can bring to its members, um, it it just speaks volume. Matter of fact, I've already uh, went on my computer and and made a hot dog or a mobile food vendor association uh, 
uh, sticker off the uh, decal uh, off the information you all have on the website that I can put on my cart. Um, I like people knowing that you're part of an organization. Well, that's something that we're we're working. Um, We've come up with a sticker, and we're looking. I mean, you know, when we when we were going to ask for one hundred and eighty nine dollars a year, yeah, we could go out, we could run, and we could have those stickers printed off and have them in a warehouse. Now we're going to kind of we're looking at okay, we need to get this so that the information goes to these people that really need it. So you might have to buy your sticker. But you're not going to be able to buy that sticker unless you're an MFVA member. We need to have something out there where we start promoting this so that when people are looking for someone to come to an event, they know that the people that are members of this, they are people that are trying to do things right. They're not people that are putting lemonade up and leaving it in the sunshine and I mean, they know, and, and everybody that I hear, you know, and I talk to, and I see on the on the Facebook page, they are people that are trying to do it right. They're really looking at how do I do this safely? How do I serve serve things right? How do I make a profit? Right. And yet, you know, be able to serve it at a price that people can afford. And so there's just like so much that goes into it, and it's just. It's it's just freaking awesome how everybody is reaching out and helping everybody else, and I just love that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, that's uh, uh, again all important when people can have a uh, a resource to go to and reach out to um, a for information and b for uh, absolutely. You know, so. Hey, um, we've got a, a caller, guys. That has called in, and I've also got another caller, um, Stuart, that called in a little bit ago. I told everybody we were going to mm-hmm. find out how he gets away with selling, you know, slinging dogs around a campus and stuff at $3.50 without blinking an eye. And he, um, I want to bring him back on real quick, if you don't mind. And then we've got a caller with a question that's a kick-butt question, and I want to see if anyone can help him with it, even in the chat room if you can answer the question. But first, let me pull Stuart back in. Hey, Stuart. Hey, how you doing? Hey, um, you can tell that I am a master, a professional at radio show production. Um, the, <laughs> I told everybody about, you know, in the beginning about the $3.50 hot dogs and how you did it without blinking an eye, and then I completely skipped right on over it when you were on. I thank you for calling back in. Um, tell us, Stuart, how you do that and what did you do? What are you serving? What are they getting for three fifty? A foot long? No, I use the eight to one natural casing Vienna beef hot dog with their option of either the poppy seed bun or just a plain traditional bun. Oh, goodness. And and three fifty doesn't phase them. Doesn't phase them one bit. Of course, I give the option. They, they can put whatever they want on it. But, uh, you know, you know, a lot of people are just live in a traditional way. They don't mind paying them 350 And, you know, you know, Vienna beef, it's a more expensive hot dog, but you know what? It is the Rolls Royce of all hot dogs, in my opinion. And uh, it's a great-tasting hot dog, and all my customers, they love it. And it's, it's a hot dog you can't get around um, here where I'm, where I'm at. I mean, you can get the Nathans, you get the Hebrew Nationals, um, the Sabrettes, but Vienna beef, for some reason, you just can't get it around here. 
and people love it. The Chicago dog, I mean, it's just a very popular dog around here for some reason. We'll see. I, how do you get it? Yeah, how are you getting it? I'm get. Uh, i using a, um, a food distributor. I get all my food from U.S. Foods. Um, I order twice uh, twice a month for that. And it's, it's pretty expensive when I do my food orders, but... You know, within one weekend, I can I make my money back from from my food orders. So that is incredible. So it's really about branding yourself and making yourself something that stands out, so that you. I mean, yeah. I, a lot of times, I think that people overlook the, their own personalities, their own business, their own taste on it, and their own products. And I think that's really important. I think that you've got it handled, Stuart. You, you know what? I told Stuart earlier when we talked, I said, you know, I'm blown away. 350, I hear Rob, you know, Rob that helps host the show, co-host the show, and Rob talked about 350 and even talked about, about it during a show once. And, you know, I have been scared to death to raise my prices, and maybe I should. I serve a good product. Everybody loves it. But $2, you know, I've been whoring out hot dogs if if, if you can get 350 for them. Um, I've been leaving money on the table. Well, I think too, Ben. It, it's you got to look at your demographic. Um, you, you have to Absolutely. look at. You have to look at your demographic, and you have to look at the quality of product you're serving too. Again, I'm serving Nathan's eight to one. He's serving Vienna beef. If you're serving a no-name hot dog or like the little red wieners uh, that's famous here in the South or something like that, um, you know they're hard to get three fifty for. I couldn't. I couldn't sell that hot dog for three fifty. I can sell mine for three fifty. A because of location. B because of demographic and C because of the quality of products that I serve. So you got to look at some of that too. I don't want the listeners to think, oh, well, I'm just going to start charging three fifty for a hot dog down here at my local street corner where I'm set up at the you know abandoned gas station type uh, setting or at the courthouse or whatever. So you do have to look at your demographic a little bit. Um, you know, I think um, one of the gentlemen you interviewed back some time ago was in a college town. I think he was charging three dollars for a hot dog. Um, you know, again, three dollars setting up at a flea market would probably be a little tough. You know, I always try rounding down to like two seventy five or two fifty at a flea market type location. I just know that's gonna be a tough sale three fifty at a flea market. That's just not your demographic that's gonna pay that. So I don't wanna give the listeners any kind of false hope that they're gonna start getting three fifty for a hot dog. But I do. I mean, you know, again I always mention look at uh, what you're where you're at and don't sell yourself short in your pricing. Yeah, I've probably well, sold Well, it depends on your product. I mean, I've sold hot dogs for five bucks. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, if you're setting up uh, at, a, at a ballpark, like a major ballpark or something, I mean, it's, I just saw, where was that? I was at a Coliseum at a little show uh, for my kid, and I think hot dogs are like four fifty or something, five bucks for a hot mm-hmm. dog. So it just depends on where you're at and who's there. Uh, if there's no other food vendors um, and you're it, and it's kind of a captured audience, Hey, you know, you, sky's the limit. You can charge about what you need to. I, I love sure. it. Um, Stuart, again. Yeah, go ahead. you got to set a, set a standard for um, for yourself. When I operate my carts, I offer operate off of three key things, quality, service, and value. And with those three things, you will win your customer over time and time again. Absolutely. And, I wish yeah, I had I, some hallelujah. And you can't take out of the equation your personality. I mean, you've got to be engaging those customers. You've got to really be selling your your business, selling yourself. 
and and that will bring back repeat customers and people that bring other people back and that that's a big thing too and that's something that people won't necessarily think about when they first start. Right. What what city are you in again, Stuart? I'm in Florida, and in Panama City Beach, Florida, Spring Rate Capital. Okay. Um, I'm I'm gonna look forward to to meeting you um, and getting down there. Um, that'll that'll be a blast. I'll holler at you about that. Yeah, come on down. We'd love to have you have you down here. You know, Panama City is a great place. To well, come I'm in Washington, and I want to come down there. <laughs> come on down. We'll have a big old hot dog convention down here. <laughs> I'll tell you what. There's, there's. I, I know that there was talk about it about a year ago, wasn't there, Deb? About a convention, and and I know that it's on the 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 building blocks. They're they're we're trying to put one oh, together. Oh, it's definitely in the right. vision. It's definitely in the vision. Good. Yeah, Good where vision. we can bring in, you know, the cart manufacturers like yourself and uh you know different suppliers and all of that but they want to see, of course they want to see that it is a viable organization so when you when you do spend that $20 you you're getting a lot of information you're getting a lot of help even that Facebook page even though it's free i mean you know that is time for people and so when we get that money, it comes back to you. It's going back to you, and it's going to help build your business. I love it. And hey, um, before we get too far, I've got a gentleman that's been on hold almost 10 minutes now, and I want to get to his question and see if anyone can help him. Um, he's kind of got a unique question, and it, um, I mean, he's been in the business four years, and so um, I'm hoping wow. that at least we can make up something that will that will sound good. <laughs> but we love it when they've been in business for four years. Those are the good ones. Well, um, hey, Stuart, thank you once again for calling back in. You're welcome to stay on the line. I'll mute you if you want, or you can just listen on the Internet. Um, and um, come back anytime. You're welcome anytime. Post some pictures up of your cart on, on my Facebook page if you like. Um, I'd love for people to see you and to put a name with a face. Okay, great. Absolutely. I'm right now looking over some uh, instruction documents from your do-it-yourself course. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Stuart. All right. Well, thank you, Ben. Uh, Y'all have a a great night, and I'll stay listening on the radio right now. I've got to study. (laughs) All righty. We'll see you, Stuart. Happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day to you, too. It was nice talking to you. Bye-bye. All right, bye. Hello, hello. This is Ben. You're live on the air on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. And um, you had already told me a little bit about your your situation. You've been in business for four years, ran a cart four years, been running a cart for four years, got you a concession trailer, and are allowed to sell anything you want now. And what's the dilemma? Uh, It just won't produce the money that the hot dog cart won't. I, I, I can't figure it out. I mean, it's the same location I set up every day with a hot dog cart, but I got it for the winter time, so it won't be on the elements so bad. But he but just won't do what the hot dog cart will. Now, you told me I, a little bit ago you're in Nashville, and I can right. tell you just my personal opinion. And, and it's one word, nostalgia. And what I mean by that is there is a nostalgia with a hot dog cart. There is a... Um, I don't know, some type of feeling of, golly, this is cool as crap, it's a hot dog cart. And I know some people that are very successful with concession trailers, but um, 
if you're in the same location with the same customers, my best guess is it has to do with nostalgia. People like eating off of a hot dog cart. Rob, Deb, you got any ideas in the chat room? If you have ideas, feel free to call in or type them in. Well, you know, Stuart was really good about talking about your demographic, and that demographic is really important. And a lot of times we want to step up, we want to build our businesses, we have the grandiose ideas, and sometimes getting back to keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, are you going to be are you going to be throwing away money so that you can feel better? Um, I mean, and and that's. I mean, I'm not knocking what you did, but you you might have to kind of look at a different business if you have moved up and have to look at a different location, maybe you know, and 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 some of that because you've groomed those customers to understand that they were going to get certain price, certain look, certain people, and now you bring this in and and it's overwhelming for them. You know, it's it goes back to that business plan. What, what is so maybe, yeah. So maybe you got to look at a different different location and open that up there, or maybe that needs to be that event thing where where you can do like the deep fried Twinkie and some of those things. Yeah, no, I, I haven't really done any events things, so, but I have tried it at different locations, and he just won't make the money this hot dog car wheel. Uh, Let me ask you this, sir. To me, um, to me, to me, I think it's probably because it's not as personal. Because I can see the people and talk to them. You know, everybody I see, I, I holler at and talk to. Them. Hey guys, what's going on today? You know, and all this stuff. And when you're close in that crowd, you can't do that. And I think well, yeah, you're, you're looking out of that long, window and they're just in line. How long did you work the cart? And how long did you? How long have you worked now the trailer at the same location? Uh, I've had trailer two years now. I and are you at the same location and just two years the revenue has changed like your daily sales have changed or your profit has changed now there's a big difference between the two um, well I, I, uh, I sell the same hot dog for the same price in the trailer as I do with the hot dog cart I, I cook the 5 to 1 hot dog I do the 5 to 1 and 4 to 1 on the sausages and uh, I got the same price on both of them uh, I didn't change the price at any, but uh, it, it just, it, I, I don't know. I, I can't figure it out. But now are also, you seeing, are you seeing less in sales or are you seeing less in profit? No, less in sales. Okay, okay, that's what I was trying to figure out. I'm with Ben. I think part of it is the nostalgia uh, piece of it and the closeness of being right there with the customer and able to talk to them. Well, if right. you're at the right... If you're at the right spot with a concession trailer, you'll you'll kill a hot dog cart. But right. it's got to be the right spot. Um, right. But, but I've got it. You know, if y'all been on my blog before, you've seen um, Thunder Dogs, and he's a gentleman. He's out in Texas, and he put a cart up against like fifteen or twenty concession trailers at an event, and he had the largest lines all night long. Nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. You've got an awful lot of baby boomers that have come up, and we are all looking at what was our past. And and I really think you know that's that's that demographic thing again. You want well, to be Deb, looking I'll, at those demographics. 
You need to be speaking for yourself, Deb. Me and Rob are fairly young. We're just barely in our 20s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm the old lady here. <laughs> I, I, but that's, this is something I wish I had got into a long time ago. I love it. I believe it's my calling. You know, and, and I, I'm 60 years old now. I just now found what I think I was called to do. Hey, you, know, you, you little young it. chicken, you. Will you do me a favor? Will you do me a favor? Will you, being as you have four years' experience, I'd love to have you on the show one night and give some tips and tricks and help people out. You've, well, you've you know what, Brad, being every hot dog call I see, I stop and talk to people and look to see if I can learn something. Because you can always learn something different from somebody else. Amen. You know, and see what they're doing and apply it to you, see if you meet your, you know, people's needs that you serve, you know. And there's a whole lot we can do different, but uh, uh, I got a good dog. Uh, I'm gonna tell you, this. I got a dog that I get from GFS. It is the best. I have more people ask me about that dog than anything I've ever had. Uh, I've tried Nathan's. The woman at Sam's gave me a whole case of Nathan's to try, and I and uh, I thought, so well, I said, I buy GFS dogs. She said, try my dog. I said, I know what you got. You got Nathan's. She said, well, let's try them anyway. I want you to buy them from me. I said, okay, because I had all the other stuff from Sam's that I got. So I did. I curled them up. Like you said, I curled them up and, and passed them around. I said, hey, guys, which one is the best dog? Which one do you like the best? And nobody picked the Nathan's. <laughs> nobody. But I, now, I grill my dogs. I got a grill on my do- uh, cart. And yeah. I, I, I don't steam them. I, I love it. I grill all my dogs. But, but, I mean, I, I, I've had a $600 days, days and I've had $50 days. So, I mean, oh, that's, that's the... But now something else. I was going to ask this question to the to other vendors. Uh, about November of last year, my my sales went down about a hundred dollars a day, and uh, now they're just now picking back up. Is anybody else running into that problem? Well, well, I have before when I've been at a spot for a a long period of time, and what I found is I was at that location um, too much. Um, there was a location at a it's it's a pull aparts place where you pull your own parts for your vehicles. And, That's where I'm at. That's where and, I'm at. Okay, well I was there too much and I ended up um cutting my days down and made more than I did when I worked it. Four days I was making more by working two days a week. And I picked the two because best. Because then you days. were a special event. I was more special and I was I was Focusing in on their busier days. Yeah, I can yeah. picture that, Ben. Pretty easy. Uh, yeah, I know. You, I, I, had, I had the same. I had the same experience uh, with with a uh, matter of fact. As no, it wasn't a pull apart location, but it was a privately owned location like that. Right. And working four days a week, um, I cut it down to two and was making the same amount of money. Um, well, you want to look at when they get their money and and stuff too. I mean, that that comes into play. I mean, you want to do your your background and and figure out when do they get their when do they get their paychecks? Right. Well, you well, know, Monday is Tuesday on my slowest days. I, I, I work just seven days a week, unless it gets rained out or snowed out. Oh my goodness! Yeah, um, I'd 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 call it down to to your best days and either find a location for the other days if you want to work seven days a week, um, or um, Quit working seven days a week, and you probably yeah. make as much or more by focusing on key days. Yeah. Um, okay. Hey, I don't mean to. 
I don't mean to shove you off. We have another guest. Um, he's actually going to be our special guest next week, and he wanted to key in on some of these topics. Please stay on the line if you want to listen or if you have uh, more comments or questions. I do have another caller on the line who I haven't talked to yet. Your last four of your phone is 7503. I'm not going to tell anybody the rest so you don't get any of those you know, deep breathing calls in the middle of the night um, because – Rob does that to people, and Deb, I know she does it to people, too. And so I want to... <laughs> I, I look forward give, to those. <laughs> <laughs> I won't give your number, but um, if if you don't mind holding, you're welcome to hold. If not, you can call back in in a little bit. The show's going to still go on. I'm going to take this other caller and and um, and welcoming, welcome him in. Um, hold on just two seconds for me. Rob, are you on the line? I am. Yes, sir. All right. Well, I've got two Robs. I've got two Robs on the line. Rob, tell us who you are, what you do, and um, and and fill me in on. Um, I know you said you had some points to make about this, and you're an experienced dogger, and you also yep. go around and interview doggers. Well, yeah, I'm kind of more of uh, these days. I'm more of a hot dog journalist. My name's Rob Merlino. Some people know me as the Hot Dog Man online, uh, and I'm going to be on the show next week. But I've been listening for uh, the past hour or so, and uh, just to, to speak to the gentleman who was uh, just on, you know, uh, moving from the cart, i got to echo, the nostalgia thing is big, and, and i got to also echo, man, seven days in one spot. Find another spot or don't work seven days. You said it best. I mean, that's that's good advice. But I, I think, you know, going, making that switch from a cart to a trailer, I, I, have, I stop at a lot of hot dog carts in my travels, and they all say the same thing. People just stop at hot dog carts because it's a hot dog cart for no other reason, okay, because they like the little umbrella, they like the nostalgia, everything that you guys already said. So that could be part of his problem. Or You know, I don't know if he was serving other food as well. Sometimes, you know, if you go and start trying to offer all sorts of other items, the quality can suffer, and, uh, you know, you want to stick with your core uh, food. Uh, which is the hot dog. So, you know, I, I didn't catch enough of what his issue was, but I do hope he comes back on because I think that's probably an issue that a lot of vendors uh, 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 struggle with. And uh, just wanted to, to say to Deb, I, uh, you know, when I was running my hot dog truck, I wish an organization like that were around because uh, I think it can be a big help to people getting a start. And, and I, uh, my first, Real business was actually not at all related to hot dogs. It was uh, air duct cleaning. Okay, you all have air conditioning mm-hmm. down there. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, now, no, not in Washington. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might have heating vents, but we would go in and we would clean air ducts, and it was it was an industry. You know, I seem to I seem to have a knack for being ahead of the curve uh, with things. You know, I had a hot dog truck before food trucks were cool. Uh, I had a duct cleaning business before it was uh, this multi-billion-dollar industry, but um, I kind of grew up with the National Air Duct Cleaners Association, and they were trying to put this together for the same reasons you are uh, for the hot dog vendors. And it started small, and it was a struggle. But now, you know, it's, they've got you know they've got a, a full you know full-time guy that makes a you know pretty decent salary uh, in Washington D.C. Uh, dealing with these, you know, dealing with issues related to that industry, and, and you know, I don't see why uh, what you're trying to do could not go there uh, as long as you stick with it. The, the big things that you have when you have a big affinity group like that, and you touched on it earlier, 
the huge ones, insurance, group buying. Yeah. You know, you, you get a you get an insurance company on board uh, that that can do group buying, and it's a benefit to it's a benefit to the insurance company because they sell more insurance, but it's also a benefit to the members because they're going to get a discount because they're buying in, they're buying in bulk. You know. Uh, so I think what you're doing is is uh, is just fantastic, and and uh, I just wanted to pop in and chime in on those couple things. Uh, I've been listening. Uh, I'm going to be on the show next week, and uh, I promise I will take at least one breath next week. Then, um, <laughs> uh, and I just wanted to give a shout out to all you hot doggers out there. Uh, got some big fun plans going on for this summer, and it uh, it's going to help everybody in the biz. Uh, I'm excited we'll to see it. I'm excited. Oh, to it's see. gonna be. Wait, wait till you hear what's been cooked up. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> you know. And we and, appreciate and seeing thing, you in the dog park. We do. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I like you know. I spend. A, I'm actually. Uh, I've had an awful lot of time on my hands lately. I'm going in for surgery on Thursday for a, uh, a hernia, so I've been kind of laid up. So I've uh, spent probably way too much time online the last few weeks. So that's why you see a lot of me. Um, wow. But the one other thing I wanted to speak to real quick before I say goodbye until next week is uh, when you're talking to the guy, uh, you know, uh, selling hot dogs for three fifty. You know, he hit the nail on the head. There's a guy in our area. He sells an eight dollar hot dog. Okay. Holy cow! Now it's a half pounder. Mm-hmm. It's a half a pound hot dog. It's a half a pound all beef prank, and he smokes it up. And, and the guy's a character, Larry Joe. If you want to go to Hot Dog Stories and watch a couple of his videos, he's hysterical, and he's uh, he's got a lot of hot dog history uh, coming out of his mouth. But uh, he claims he's cooking it the way they did for Franklin Delano Roosevelt back in the day when they served the king. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay? And uh, it's it's really is a good story, uh, and he has connections to people who cooked in uh, the FDR White House. So he's kind of, they've kind of passed that uh, methodology on to him. But, yeah, he gets eight bucks for a dog, and he gets it all day long, and he's always slammed, rain, uh, sunshine, snow, sleet, hail. He's always slammed because it's good. But I don't be afraid to charge, uh, you know, a little bit more than you might feel comfortable with um, if, you're, if your quality is good. And uh, and you know and if you're putting out a good product, well, I think I think you're absolutely right. I I, I should have done it a long time ago, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do it on my next gig that isn't a charity or fundraiser deal. I'm gonna jack yep. it up a little bit and um and see if I can if I can slide it by my demographic here. Um, we've got yeah. another gentleman on the phone that is live with us right now that wanted to um, comment on the earlier caller. I hope the other the caller is still listening. Um, he's not on the phone anymore, but he may be listening online. But the gentleman out of Nashville, um, hopefully he's listening. Um, Caller, I didn't get your name or anything, and you don't even have no, to tell my name. No, my name's Dave from Cincinnati, Ohio. Hey, Dave. Um, and you've been vending a long time? Well, I, I come from three generations. It goes all the way back to Barnum & Bailey, the old carnies that used to follow the circuses around from uh, coast to coast. And oh gosh, my that's my, that's my maiden name. <laughs> oh, is it really? Yeah, it is. Uh, so, 
so anyway, you know, my grandfather did it, my father did it, and then, you know, my whole life I, I've done a lot of it. Uh, you know, I've had to work and raise a family, so most of the time all the stuff that I did was on the weekends. And then, of course, I found you, Ben, and, and was able to, you know, purchase a new card. Everything I did was off a grill prior to that. But, uh, you know, my point, I guess, is that the earlier caller was wondering what's the difference between uh, working off a hot dog cart and working out of a trailer, and he basically answered his own question. I've been taught my entire life that you have to be face-to-face with people. They want to be able to see you. They want to be able to talk to you. They want to be able to see what you're cooking for them. You know, the the whole hands-on thing where they can see the grill and they can see the dog and see all the ingredients you're putting on it. People are just, they're admired by that. They really love that. When you get into a trailer, you close all that off. Now it's, it's you know, somebody's handing a hot dog out a box window. And and people just, I guess, they feel alienated by that. But I've always yeah, been taught that you're business. better to have a tent or to have a cart, as you are opposed to having a uh, to having a trailer. I I never drink. I never thought of that. But one of my favorite restaurants is these Asian restaurants where they cook right at your table. Mm-hmm. Because it's entertaining. Oh yeah. Yeah, and, and that's what it's all about. They want to be able to to ask, like with me, they ask me questions. Well, how long have you been doing this? And and where do you do it at? And and then your name, you know, your name has to create something, like like mine's doghouse. So they say, oh, you get put in the doghouse a lot, do you? And then, of course, my wife's there, and she says, yeah, he's always in the doghouse. So, you know, it, it makes a joke, and, and it, it kind of personalizes with the people, and they, they come back. They actually follow me to different events. Well, where are you going to be next? Where's your restaurant? You know, they ask questions like this, and I have no restaurant. I just tell them, I say, well, I'm wherever you are the next time. Uh, I get a lot of people that follow me. You know, I, I have a website. I went to, uh, um, I guess I don't know if I'm allowed to say, but anyway, one of the, the web yeah, companies. You plug anything you want. Well, I went to GoDaddy.com, and for $35 a year, I got a website, five pages. I just put up a basic menu showing what I offered and then told a little bit about me. Uh, if anybody wants to see it, it's it's uh, davesdoghouse.net. Uh, and you can go on there, and, and that's what I use to promote it when, whenever I go to these different events and do different things. And I have to tell you, I do a lot of events. I don't really do a lot of everyday hot dog stuff because, again, you know, when you get out there in the cold and the rain and the freezing, and and it just it tends to take its toll on you after a while. And, and these events are nice because you have a weekend where you can do a, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and it's a lot more people in a concentrated area, and they're, they're there to buy food. I mean, we all go to events to buy food. I mean, let's face it. we got to listen to the band, drink beer, buy food. So that's and we pay where more for I've it. been able to. I'm sorry? And we pay more for it. We know, that, we know when we're walking right. into an event that the prices are going to be higher. Right. I, I have no problem. I, I do more of a gourmet dog. What we did was we tried to take a dog and – and make it something different, you know, because, again, a lot of events, if you go to them, they won't let you just do hot dogs. They won't let you just do hamburgers. You have to do something different because they all say, oh, well, we have somebody doing hot dogs already. But if you go in there and tell right. them that you do a different kind of a dog, be it, you know, a corn dog or a gour- like as I do a gourmet dog, if you go in there with something different, they're more apt to let you in there thinking, oh, well, this is really a good thing. So that's how I get a lot of these events that normally if I just said, well, I've got a hot dog cart, they'd turn me down. 
But when I show up with the hot dog cart, they see it and they go, oh, that is just so cool. You know, they really like the idea, the concept of the hot dog cart. But they just didn't want you to come in and sell a hot dog because they have a lot of them have these groups or organizations and stuff that will come in and sell a hot dog. So if you sell something different, you have a better chance of getting in. Uh, I think that is awesome. I I am so glad. I I, I get <laughs> y'all can tell I, I get giddy when I get around people that one inspire me like the like the young Stuart that was on earlier, and then these people that have been doing this so long, and even the ones that have like the gentleman from Nashville. I told him when he called me, you know, I was on on with him while I had the show separate, and I had y'all muted from him, and I said. I said, it you know, blows my mind you're calling in, you know, you've been doing this four years, you've got more experience than I do. But he like he said, you can learn so much from each other. And Stuart taught me something tonight. He taught me not to be scared of a three fifty dog or a three dollar dog and to you know, to go out of your way to get a real, real good dog. I well can I add to that? Sure. Add away. What I do is when I sell my dogs, I, I, I really truly believe that this holds people there too. A lot of people want their food right now. They're hungry right now. I offer a chip with the dogs. I just do a plain, Lay's plain potato chip. The small bags, you get them at any Sam's or GFS or any of those places. I give them those chips. Now they're willing to wait on their dog. They have no problem with it because, again, doing the gourmet dogs, it takes a little longer. So there's a line, you know, there's people waiting. Or if you've got a large crowd coming out of the bar, you know, there's a lot of people there at one time. If you hand them that bag of potato chips, now they think they've gotten a bonus. And, yeah. and the potato chips cost nothing. And, and I have to tell you, I get $5 for a dog. I get $5, and I've never had anyone complain about the dogs. They love oh. them. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm with the other caller. I did, when I started doing the dogs, I, had, I invited everybody I knew over for a big party one day. And I said, here's what I want you guys to do. I want you to eat one of these dogs. I made five different dogs. I used all the national brands, and I used the GFS. And I said, all I want you to do is tell me which one of those dogs you like best. Every one of them picked the GFS dog, every one of them. And that's what I use. I use a four-to-one GFS. Uh, It's 100% all beef. I put that on my sign that says 100% all beef. So these people know when they come up to get a hot dog, they're getting their money's worth. And I charge $5, and everybody's happy with it. But I do give them that bag of potato chips. And everybody's real appreciative because, you know, they look at me and they go, oh, I get chips too? Well, that's great. You know, <laughs> so they're more willing to give up that extra money for the dog, realizing they And that little bit of extra it. time. I love yeah. it. And that yeah. little bit of extra time. You, you've learned to sell the sizzle, not the steak. Yes. Yes. Well, uh, Apparently we have lost um, Rob. I was going to um, give him a chance to um, um, say goodbye, but I think I, I left him hanging too long. I'm I'm so glad Rob I'm called still in. Here, man. No, well I'm talking about the other Rob. I didn't lose you, Rob. Oh, the other Rob. Okay. Um, the other <laughs> Rob. And um, sorry. I, you know about what was it two three weeks ago? I said Rob this and Rob that, and I said I know about four different Robs are just on the Facebook page. <laughs> and, and hey, while we're at it, Deb, I want to come right back. And do the competition, but before we um, before we do the um, the giveaway, um, so everybody get your female voices and your dresses on, or get your wives or girlfriends or both to call in. Tenth caller is going to win the dog sled. And um, but before we go, can you tell us um, 
now I feel like I've just been put on the spot. Uh, oh, about the dog park. The dog park is a Facebook page. It's a group, and it is private. So we do have to, you know, let you in. But once you get in, you can share things that you don't want your customers to hear because we're businesses and we're trying to figure out what we're doing. Um, you know, we don't want our customers to hear that, not that we're doing anything nasty, illegal. We're trying right. to build a business. Right. And so that's what we're sharing, and that is something that's going to stay open. Um, we're, we've just brought those forums over to the website. The thing about Facebook, it's awesome. You've got everybody in there. We've got 315 people, I think, now, um, and they're talking together. But when, when, you know, just the way Facebook works, whatever was talked about last is on the top. And that means that you can scroll down, you can find something from, oh, months ago, and you pull that back up. Well, that's been solved, resolved, changed, whatever. So I think those forums are really going to help people where they're really looking for certain topics. Um, but the Facebook page, you can. They do, you know, Facebook has changed now, so you do have a search so that if you have a particular thing that you're looking for, gosh, if it's insurance, gosh, if it's type of hot dogs that people want to sell, you can do that search. Um, it has um, it has our, our mission and vision statement. It has some some documents that you can go into um, where people have written some really nice things, information that you can go back and you can check on that, and those will be moved over to the website as well. How do we but, find it, Deb? Oh, my goodness. Well, you just go and you look for um, the dog park. You just do a search for the dog is park there, on is Facebook. Is there a link on the um the normal MF, you know, the normal Facebook fan page for Mobile Food Vendors Association? Is there a link off yeah, of there? Yeah, it is. But there again, we're back into Facebook, and, and while you put that up there and you tell people, it will drop down. So just, you know, just look for that. Um, just do a search for the dog park, and you should be able to pull that up, and then we'll get you right in. We There's people on there that are kind of monitoring it, Pretty much 24/7. Um, it might, you know, you may come across a time where we're all sleeping. I'm over here on the West Coast. There's a lot of people on the East Coast, but we pretty much get people right in. We look a little bit to make sure that you're actually doing dogs. And and we just <laughs> had a chat most, member. Yeah. We just had a chat member post up the link. Uh, link. I, I thank you, Brian, um, for posting that link up. Now, for the people that listen to this show tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day, and it turns out, y'all, I'm kind of impressed by this, we actually get two to three times the listeners who listen to the show the following day. Um, so it's pretty neat. So if you – the chat doesn't go with, with it, but um, it does all – the, all the recording does. So I'm glad of that. Deb, I'll be right back, and we're going to do a competition. Everybody get your um, wives and girlfriends ready. If you have them both in the same house, at least put them in separate rooms on different phones. I'm a female. Can I win? (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back. I'd like one of those. (laughs) Want to save even more money? Build your own professional hot dog cart. Save over $1,000. Can I ask, uh, 
buildacart.com. Uh, the website Build that you have is that forum based. HDVR Live Hot Dog Vendor Radio. We're live back on the air. We've got um, a lot of people on the line, and I think we just picked up our Stuart again. Stuart, you're live back on the air. We're fixing to do a competition. What um, did you? What did I forget again? Oh, I was just trying to compete in a competition. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, what you've got to do is, um, in order for the dog sled, is you've got to have a female call in. We're going to take the tenth caller. Um, I'll be picking them up in order. So have a female call in. Doesn't matter if it's your mom, sister, brother. I'll call brother. in for you, Stuart. Yeah, there you go. Okay. And um, have them call in. We'll take them in order. Tenth call. You don't have to ask a question. I'll just be um, taking the calls and saying, "Hey, your caller number, you know, um, seven or whatever it is." So um, y'all stand by for the show. We've got people calling in live right now. All right. Hello, your caller number one. Who is this? you not want to say um last four four of your um phone number is five two one eight um oh please from Nashville. oh okay oh, okay we're I'm looking ask you a question later on go ahead okay just hang hang on and um uh, we had i hope you were listening to the show because a lot of people called in and gave some advice and one of them still on the show with us now and uh um, yeah, yeah i've been listening but if you have a wife or female or anybody that's female, we're doing this because it's Valentine's Day, and um, we're going to give away a sled, um, but tenth female caller, and so far we're all the way up to none. And um, and so what we will do, what we will do is go ahead and ask your question. I may have to interrupt you to take a call, and all I'm going to do is you know have them give a name, whether it's a fake name or not. I don't care. And um, and then I'll tell them what caller they are, and we'll move on. So don't get upset if I um, interrupt you. If you are calling in, I'm seeing a lot of people calling in. You have to press the option to talk to a host. Otherwise, I can't pick up your call and know who you are. So um, go ahead with your question there, um, real quick. I, I, I was wanting to know where, where you set up. I'm gonna come up there and see you sometime. Oh my goodness. Um, I, I set up at different places, but most of the time, like recently I was in North Carolina. Um, I was in Florida a few weeks ago doing a um, – I wish I had known Stuart then, but I was in Florida doing a charity event. I'll be back in Florida. I'm supposed to go in March for another charity event. Um, and But when I set up in Tennessee, if you will email me, I'll tell you where, where I'm going to be, and you can come over. All uh-huh. right. Uh, yeah, if you're in Tennessee, that's where I'm going to come out. I'm going to go to Florida, yes. <laughs> well, I, I, I want to have you on the show just because, you know, you have some experience, and I'm sure we can all learn something from you. I know I can, and so I'd love to have you back on the show. But feel free to stay on the line. I'm going to go ahead and take another call here. Hang on just a second. Caller with the last number, 2866. You are number one caller if you're calling for the um, giveaway. Caller six. You're what? You're caller one. Why is that T up there? Um, You're caller one, and you're welcome to call back. Um, And you can keep dialing over and over. Um, She just hung up. Um, So I don't. I don't even think she knew I was on the phone with her. Um, Did anybody want to? Oh, we got another caller. Hang on. 
You are caller number two. You are welcome to call more than once. Are you calling for the giveaway? Yeah, Ben. I'm calling for my wife, though. She's in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're calling. (laughs) Hand her the phone in the bathroom. (laughs) Hand her the phone, yep. Hey, you're caller caller number two. I'm going to take another caller here, and you're welcome to call back in. This is Ben. You're live. On you know, the air. Ben. I'm, while you're doing that, I, I just wanted to say something, address something that you were talking about doing the charity events. Yeah. And I know a lot of us get hit a lot of times. People want charity, and and that's all well and good, but a lot of us can't afford to do that. Sometimes we need to look at that as a marketing expense, and it can bring you business. But you really have to be careful what you're doing. I mean, you just can't go out and give it away to everyone. The last one I did, um, and callers that are calling in for the competition, um, I'm I'm coming to you. Just bear with me. What I did on the the last one I did, they offered to pay my cost, not my cost to get in there, but my cost, and then anything above that I gave to them. Um, And And that is like an, an amazing marketing tool. Oh, absolutely. You can ask Pocono about that. Any Anything you can do to get in front of people um, will will end up encouraging other people to use you, and it puts a good feeling around your name and your company. Um, it gives you credibility, and it, um, you're helping your community or you're helping the world in general. Um, let me get this call real quick. Um, caller, your last four digits are 5218. You would be caller three if this is a female. Hello? Okay, I'm going to go to the next caller. Caller with the last four digits, 2866. Are, are you a um, calling in for the competition? Yes. Okay, you're caller number four, I oh. think. I may have lost track. Keep calling. Caller 10 is going to win. Hurry, hurry, redial. Caller with the last four digits, 3520. You're live. Is are you calling in for the dog sled? I'm calling in to yeah. I'm calling in to try to win. A wonderful. Your caller number. I think I was on five. Correct me if I'm wrong, um, people. Um, I think uh, I think you're number five, and we've got more in line. So keep calling. Thanks, Ben. You're the man. <laughs> Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs> this this is Ben. You're live in the air and. On Hot Dog Vendor Radio, are you calling in for the competition? Yes. Okay, you're calling number six. Keep calling. Six. All right. This is is Ben with Hot Dog Vendor Radio. You're calling number seven. Are you calling in for the competition? And um, I didn't get a number seven. Hey, this is Ben with Hot Dog Vendor Radio. You're calling number seven. Are you there? Moving on. This is Ben. Your caller number. Um, well, I've seen that number before, so you'd be caller number eight. Um, is this a female? Hello. I can't hear you. Are you I'm getting a, a lot of falsettos? Well, I don't. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That's what I was wondering. Yeah, I'm going to try a new, new number eight. This is Ben, your caller number um, 
I don't know where that one went. I'm going to do another. Hello? This is Ben, your caller number eight. Hello? Hello, you're, this is Ben. You're live on the air. You're caller number eight. Okay. Okay, call back. Call back. All right. The guy just said, call back. <laughs> <laughs> I think they called one other time, Ben. <laughs> they did. They did. I, I'm looking at the call log, and that's the third time. <laughs> the um, This is Ben. You're live on the air. Caller number 6599. You're caller number nine. Oh, darn. <laughs> so close. I wanted to be 10. I've got, I've got two waiting, but I don't know if, well, I've actually got more than two waiting now, but I don't know um, which one will actually talk. So we'll see. Keep calling. Okay. Gosh darn. Okay, thanks. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Okay, where were we? Well, we know we have ahead. listeners. Um. <laughs> Hello, this is Ben. You are caller number 10. Is this a female? Hello. Hello, you are Hello. The of a brand new loaded up dog sled. Hello? Hello. You won the dog sled. Can you hear me? Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, no. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, you won the dog sled. All you have to do is tell me your name. Just give me your first name. Elsie. Elsie, you won the dog sled. I hope that's what you were calling for. I Um, sure was. And if you would, if you have my email address, you can email me tonight, tomorrow, and we will get that out to you, Elsie. And okay. that, you don't have to give your address or anything. I'm taking down your phone number. I have it in front of me, if I'm correct. It's 2866. It's the last four. Last four digits, yep. Okay. I'm gonna, if I don't hear from you tomorrow, I will call you. But email oh. me your name and address, and I will okay. ship that out to you. Congratulations, Elsie. Thanks for okay. calling. Okay. Congratulations, Elsie. Congratulations. Thank you. Bye-bye, Elsie. Bye. Okay, folks. Um, I've got... Um, we've got some callers on the line still. I don't know if they're in for the competition. Nope, they just left. There was five right. callers that left instantly. Like, as soon as I said that, they were gone. Um, the... Um, now, let's pick up where we were. Um, hopefully somebody took a note because I don't know where we were, but I do want to tell you we have about um, – I, I, I know the show's running long, but we've already, we've got 13 minutes left. Well, Ben, I'd just like to say one thing, and then I'll go ahead and get off of here. Again, mm-hmm. this is Dave from Cincinnati. When And, and this, I guess, is to your caller or, or to your listeners that – when they're out there thinking about doing this, just go do it. Don't don't think about it, and don't think, can I or can I sell a hot dog? Because I have never, ever found any one person that did not like hot dogs. Somebody will buy your hot dog. Don't think if you go to set up in a spot, oh, I'm not going to do any good at this spot. Because when those people start smelling the aroma of those hot dogs, they're going to come and buy from you. But you need to think bigger. Always think bigger. 
as Deb said, just think about the business, what you can do with it. Don't just think hot dogs. If you go to a place like like I did a factory, they didn't have they asked me to come up there because they the restaurant closed at like six o'clock. So here the second shift comes in, the second shift can't eat dinner. They asked me if I'd bring a hot dog cart up three, four nights a week and set up in the parking lot. That way right. their employees could come outside. Well what I did was instead of just doing hot dogs, one night I would do chili with meatball or I'm sorry, spaghetti with meatballs. Uh, the next night, maybe it was lasagna. The next night, it was, you know, every night was something different on the menu. So that way, the people always got to change something. They were always entitled to the hot dogs. But, you know, one guy would come out and he'd say, well, what's the special tonight? Well, I'd tell him what the special tonight was. And then maybe he would buy that or maybe he would buy the hot dog. But I made really good money just going to that parking lot because they asked me to come. And I would have never thought of that on my own. But then when the idea hit me, then I started doing it at other places, too. All you have to do is just think above and beyond just a hot dog. You know, don't think about the hot dog. Think about your business and how big you can make your business become and the different places and venues and things that you can do. There's not just a street corner that you have to set up on. You can set up in factories. You can set up in tire stores. Think about all these places that are coming up with these spring events, landscape companies, things like this. There's going to be a lot of people go to those. Think about those things. Expand your horizons to do all these different venues instead of just thinking, okay, well, if I get this cart, all I can do is set up on the corner. A lot of people don't know, but if you do, like when I do events, you don't have to have a permit. You don't have to go to the county or to the village or whatever and buy a permit to do that event. That's all included. Depends when you on go where to that you event. are. Right. That yeah, does depend on where you are. are. But yeah. I mean, I have to but have the, I have to have my state my state vendor license. You know, I have to have my tax license, and I have to have my my card inspected every year by the state. But when I do right. these events, as long as I have that hot dog cart, what they do is they walk up to me and they go. Do you have your state permit? And I show it to them, and they go, okay, thanks, and they move on to the next guy. Whereas Peter, if you don't have that, they'll charge you for it. Uh, the, some of the events I've been to, I fell under the event, <coughs> excuse me, the event coordinator's umbrella permit. Yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, so, and no one says anything to you. You know, they want to hey, make sure that, that you're operating a safe cart. You brought so up good- as long as you have your state license, they won't say anything. Dave, you, you brought up something that reminded me, and I meant to cover this um, tonight already, and I know the show's gotten <coughs> already away from me as far as um, time has flown by, but I, I talked to Rob about this. I don't know if y'all remember last week we got a caller from a lady out in Washington, and she was having trouble getting permitted, and she said that it was costing her $300 to do a $150 job. And I want everybody to know that I called her state director, spoke personally to him, and um, spent about an hour on the phone with him. What it comes down to, and this is kind of neat information, if you are in Washington, especially specifically Tacoma, which is, I don't remember the county, um, but if you are in that county, they have a, a stipulation that allows you to be able to serve anything off of anything for a short period of time, like a 10-day or 15-day permit. Like so a temporary it, permit. It's a temporary permit, but it, uh-huh. it's not as strict. You can serve potentially hazardous foods. You can serve barbecue. Wow. You can fry fish in their county. That's incredible. Now, 
That's incredible. They have some without a commissary. And that's what she was running up against because her equipment would not pass certification. So she's having to buy these temporary permits, which is going backwards for her because her event is only making her about half of what her permit cost her. And so I did get that solved for or resolved, and she's going to have either have to upgrade the um, equipment so that she passes. The other thing I wanted to tell mm-hmm. you, if you are in um, Fort Worth um, area, and I don't know if this is statewide, but I did verify this, you're allowed to have up to three potentially hazardous foods on your cart. Um even though you're supposed to have non-potentially hazardous food. So if your cart is approved, you can carry all kinds of stuff. Um, I'm talking anything you can imagine um, in their list, and they have a big list. And what they're trying to do is encourage more vendors. Tacoma, if you're a vendor near Tacoma, Tacoma has a special program now for vendors outside of the city health department where they entice you to come downtown. No commissary is required, and they will let you serve anything you want on a permanent cart as far as a permanent license, not a temporary license. You'll pay Uh an annual fee for your license and serve anything you want from spaghetti and meatballs to Philly cheesesteaks, all from your hot dog cart. Wow. And that came directly from the state director. So um, I got that firsthand, and and, um, I verified it, double-checked it, triple-checked it. And so if you're in those areas... um, Jump on, and they—they they are. Well, now that's there also again. In, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. Also there in Ohio, again, you, this is. Okay, I keep talking over you. I'm sorry. In the well, state there of again, Ohio, we're, we're looking at. <laughs> go for it. No, you go ahead, Deb. Go ahead. I'm sorry. There again, you, you're looking at every county. Every county has different rules, and we do have links to most counties in almost every state on that MFVA website. I have gone through, and I've been trying to get every one of them. There's still some that I have to go back in and find, but we have a tremendous amount of your county that you can go in and you can find the contact information and uh, a link to their site, and usually that's environmental health, and they will differ. So you have to kind of, you know, you have to be wary of that. Um, In Grace Harbor County, which is about an hour away from Tacoma, um, we can do things where we will need, if we were doing something hazardous, then we would have to have a commissary. But if we were just selling hot dogs, um, then we can get a permit for events for about $150 annual, and it just covers everything. I love it, I mean, so it's, yeah. um, I don't mean to cut you short. We've got about five minutes left, and I want to make sure everybody gets a word in. And um, I know, I think there's still a question. Is there still a question out of Nashville? Uh, No, uh, Okay. I'm good. Okay. Well, if anybody... um, in fact, um, if you'd email me out of Nashville, I'd love to have you on the show. I'd also love to have you on the show, um, Dave, if you ever would like to. Um, oh, I'd love your, to. your information would be invaluable to us. And um, and I do want to save time for Deb at the, towards the end of the show. So if there's any last words, um, let's go ahead and tie this up, and that way Deb can um, tell us how we can get a membership, where to go for the forum, that kind of information. Well, I'd just like to say on the permits, if in Ohio, if 
each one of the counties have their own set of rules, and I'm sure it's like this in a lot of other states too. If you go to that county and, and they say, no, no, you can't do it, I've taken my bin's cart to a county where they've said, no, we can't do it because your sinks aren't big enough. The next county over says, yeah, sure, no problem, here's your permit. It's Absolutely. don't give up. The whole the whole idea here is don't give up. If you live in a county that says, no, you can't do that, we won't give you permit because of this, that, or whatever their stupid regulations are, go to the next county and try to do it there if you need a state permit. Now, of course, if you need a county permit, then you have to abide by their rules. Right. But generally, the states set up a certain set of regulations that everybody goes by. So as long as you get that state permit, you can go to any one of those counties, and they can't stop you from setting up your hot dog cart. I, I like that, and I agree with you. Um, Dave, I don't mean to cut you short. Um, it's okay. Um, I appreciate appreciate you being on there. Rob, did you have something real quick? Yeah, I'm Rob. still here. Everything's good. Okay. Um, uh, Deb, we've got just a couple yeah. minutes left. Um, tell us real quick um, where to go to join and get our membership for $20, which blows my mind. Um <laughs> From where that started, that that is superb. There's no reason why everybody shouldn't join that. Even if you just wanna never wanna have anything to do with it, we'd appreciate the support. I am sure, and we can grow this up um, and get it bigger and bigger and bigger. So where do they so go? What you wanna do? Yeah, you wanna go to mymfba.org. So make sure you put the my in the front. Make sure it's not a dot com. It is a dot org. And you're going to be able to find everything from there. We're going to get you on there, and, and we just appreciate the support we've been getting. We've had so many people step up, uh, so many like yourself, um, Dream Makers, and we're looking for more. If you have somebody else out there that you think that they might benefit, because, gosh, we are a niche market, and so if you have somebody out there that is a, the hot dog supplier and you have those contacts, God, we love having some of that information. So we appreciate that a well, lot. Well, let, let me tell you this, too. We, I know we've thrown around the name Dream Makers. To tell you who that is, and you can go to the dog park and meet the owners because I think they're on there, but I know Reed yeah. is. And, but that's DreamMakerHotDogCarts.com. We've just shortened the name to DreamMakers, but it's DreamMakerHotDogCarts.com. I'm not affiliated with them in the, in the least. Um, oh, I think you actually are competition. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they're, they're competition, but they make a superb cart. I would never have a bad word to say about them. I've seen their carts, worked their carts. They make the Cadillac in the industry. And I um, I hope to be at, as on par with them one day. They they ex I can't say enough about them. So bottom line is um, go to go to my m my mfa my org and sign up, um, but you can look around. A lot of stuff is there for free. You can also access the forum. Is that correct, Deb? You can access the forum for free? Um, I, be I believe that you can. I mean, we're, we still keep coming up. I mean, we think that we've got every glitch worked in the – I mean, we've spent so many hours, but then sometimes the glitches do come up. So we want to know about those, too. You know, that just helps us out a lot. Well, yeah, they can go to the dog park, and if they have a problem with the form, they can call you or go to the dog park and message you or just put it on the wall. 
Absolutely. Uh, I had a nightmare of a time getting in. Rob had a nightmare of a time getting in because of glitches. Now I'm in, and um, and so we'd love to see you over there. Um, it's a it's a great place because now we can categorize subjects, and so that's going to help us all a bunch. I thank every one of my callers, Deb. I, I I am very appreciative that you would come in and stay on this long, and that you would do it all um, from the comfort of your yard on your cell phone. And um, <laughs> I, I I thank you. For I being love here. it. I just love these people. I, I thank you for being here. We've got about 15 seconds left. I'll leave the I'll leave the chat lines open, and you're welcome to to do those callers. I'm go- not going to shut off the phones. So if we want to talk, it will go on to the show. So remember that, Rob, when you start cussing everybody. Um, and, <laughs> and, um, God darn it, I was hoping I could get the cuss. And if we want to cover anything, we can have like an after-game show right now. And um, that started just now. So um, we're not on the air anymore, but all of this is being recorded for the recording that will go up. Um, and I don't want to have to edit it, so um, please, um, you know, don't divulge the secret to the um, secret to use or anything like that. Um, and we can discuss anything. If anybody's got anything they want to add, this uh, this would be a good time to do it. Anybody? Anybody? Yes? <laughs> no. Deb, I just wanted to ask the uh, the. Uh, mm-hmm. Website that you have is that a is that a form based website completely or is it just I mean can you leave comments? No, we have like other things on there. As, no, we have other things on there as well. We have an Amazon shop. Um, I have a Cafe Press shop um, so that you can get some logo merchandise. Um, I have uh, I have I shouldn't say I I mean. Gosh, we've got a lot of people that are helping us out. But, um, you know, there there are a lot of things, and it's growing all the time. I spend a lot of time working, and so do other people, just to, to, I mean, there's a Heather that's been helping us out, and she's actually coming up with a a nice package where people can uh, build their own websites, and so there's a lot of different things in there. Now, do you have to pay this $20 fee to get in there, or is it a $20 fee for the membership? You, it's for the membership. Um, an okay. awful lot of the site right now does come under for members only. Um, okay, I understand. We're just, we just keep growing it, and, uh, and hopefully what's the name of the it, website there's going to be mymfva.org. I always say that because I, I'm on the uh, computer now, and um, I, I actually made the mistake and typed in com, and it should have been, don't, what yep, is it again? It's, it's org. msva.org instead of com.com. Yes. Com. Okay. Absolutely. It's that just fantastic will. how much support we're getting and how many people are getting involved. I just... You know, I've I've done a lot of things with small businesses, and I just feel like we have so many people that are trying to do things right. This has been mostly a labor of love for um, Deb, and I know a few others that have just donated gobs of time to get this going. And part of that is because we're just learning, too. I mean, I wish we were like total webmaster pros, but we're learning as well. (laughs) Deb, one thing you might want to do... 
mm-hmm. is with these manufacturers that are maybe, I don't want to say pushing back, but, you know, again, they're wanting to know how many members do you have, and a lot of times they may be reserved as far as how much they're willing to give for a small startup organization like uh, uh, the Mobile Food Vendor Association. However, they may be willing to do, even if it's nothing more than coupons, um, you know, a dollar off or whatever, and say, hey, can we offer some kind of special where we include um, some coupons to the new members uh, with your, you know, for your mustard or your whatever, hot dogs. Uh, they may be willing to do something like that for the members uh, to initially to get started uh, with some type of relationship with the organization. Yeah, absolutely. We're working on that. We've got some really great recipes on there, too. There are some things that can really do some standout stuff. I mean, we've even got, like, relish recipes that you can make at home, and depending on, of course, your county and your rules and regs, you always want to be checking on that, but there's, there's, you know, there's a lot of things that we're putting in there, and we just keep growing and working and and adding, and and I'm really proud of it. I mean, I really want to do this for these people. They just give so much, and they're super people, and so I'm, I'm really excited about it. I am too, Deb, and, and your your effort has definitely shown through. Um, the changes that have been made have been, you know. Um, difficult and difficult decisions and I know there's been people in and out you know there's been people that supported it you know we were trying to do this what two years ago and and it's changed so much and since 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 you got involved it's really taken off and I'm I'm excited for it as well thank you Deb, I'm having trouble with the website again. Maybe it's just me being a hillbilly and all, but can you give that to <laughs> probably me? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> is it is it M as in Mary? Yes. M as M- in Mary. Why? Yeah. My. Go ahead. It's M. My. Yeah. Yep. M S B A. And then the acronym for Mobile Food Vendors Association. So M F as in Frank Victor. Um, whatever the next one is. Apple. 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 <laughs> Got it. Okay, it came up that We're not time. military I, I, here. We don't know those things. in there instead of an F. I'm mixing drinks so I can hear him. Um, I used to work for um, VIADA, which was Virginia Independent Auto Dealers Association, and they would have to call in VIN numbers from the cars, and it would always be fun to hear people that were not military try to figure out what words they could use. for. <laughs> well, Deb, can I ask you another question? If you have, um, uh, and I'm just throwing this out there, Okay. Uh, on your site, can you put a place on there to where uh, somebody could go, say, for instance, and, and I know it sounds crazy, but I'm going to explain the story behind this. If somebody stole people. my cart, that I could go on there and list my cart as being stolen and maybe a VIN number into that site to where your average person couldn't see it, but other vendors could go in there and maybe find this cart? Um, that's something now, I want to explain sure to you why. Look at. Well, well, here's why I say this, because um, when I purchased a cart, I, I bought one out of Indiana, and it was one of those where, you know, the deal wasn't really all that bad. I looked at it. It was nice. had coffee pot and everything built into it. 
So um, I met the guy and, and looked it over. It was one of those Craigslist. I looked it over. It looked to be pretty good. I, I went ahead and purchased it from the guy, brought it back. Uh, three weeks later, the guy calls me up and says, I have to have that car back. And I said, why? And he said, because my nephew stole that car, and I'm about to go to jail. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know. So naturally, you know, I let the guy give me the money back and take the cart back. But I think if there would have been some kind of information, because I went over the whole cart and I didn't find anything as far as numbers, because I'm real weird about things like that, you know. A lot of times if the deal's too good to be true, there's probably something behind it. So I looked around and, and I found a set of numbers and I ran them through my local police department. There wasn't anything on it there. But I, I, you know, that's another thing that I've often wondered about throughout these years. If somebody would ever come up with something, where if you had your card stolen, you could go on there and maybe, you know, by an identifying marker or, or a VIN number, have a list of carts that had been stolen. That's a great idea. Am I, and I am I just being crazy you know, about this or what? No, not really. I mean, those are certainly things that, I mean, when you bring up things like that, that's something I would have never thought about, never thought about. And so those are the things that we're looking for. How can we help you? You know, and, and so that's something I'm writing a, a note to self right now. Well, um, the other thing that we happen. have. I mean, you know, they're, they're not all yeah. as honest as we are out there, and there, there are people that will that'll take your car. And it's worried me a lot of times. You know, you park in a soccer field or something like that, and the next day you're coming back early. Yeah, a lot of times you set up the night before and you leave it there under the umbrella yeah. of, of yeah. whatever event. And so that's that's a great idea. Um, another yeah. thing that we have on there is, is of course, classifieds. And the classifieds, um, a lot of times people are just using those for if they're going to sell their carts. But we have a uh-huh. lot of members that are extremely talented. And they've got, um, you know, maybe they're really good at graphics and and things like that. We want to open that up so that maybe there are other venues or other other ways that you can bring some money to yourself besides selling the hot dogs if you have those talents. So, you know, we're we're trying to open all of that up, Um, you know, just – Bringing the suppliers, bringing all of, you know, networking. And we've had people that have an event in another area, and they said, gosh, we need somebody to help us work this event, but we want somebody that has some experience. Well, maybe there's somebody uh-huh. that's over in a couple of counties over, and they see that, and they go, I can come over, Joe, and I can help you work on that weekend. And so there's just so much that is really right. good for all of the hot dog community. Well, I just had someone that saw one of my carts out. They saw the cart out making money. The guy approaches me about it, and, and of course, I knew him. You know, he's a zoning inspector in my township. And um, he he comes over to my door one day and knocks on the door, and he says, Hey, Dave, you know, I, I really like your cart and everything. Would you be interested in maybe doing some stuff with us? And it's one of those things I had never really thought about. Nobody had ever approached me, and and every day I'd pass this building in this large park for probably two years and never thought to ask anybody about this. But he says, we've got a concession stand in one of our larger parks, and we've never used it. They've had it there for like seven years and never done anything with it. You know, these these, uh, high schools will come in. And they'll sell, you know, potato chips and pizza and stuff like that during their event, but it's never been open for any length period of time. And there's probably five, 6,000 people go through there a day in the summertime. So he approached me about taking this over, and I told him, I said, well, you know, I have a hot dog cart. And he said, that's fine. 
set your hot dog cart up outside. You can sell right out of the inside of the concession. Everybody's happy. He said, we'd love to have you over there with the cart. So this was, you know, my point is, is this was just one of those things that even me, as long as I've been doing this, hadn't really thought about that building. I passed that building every day and never thought, you know, is that concession stand open? Is there anybody ever uses that? So if there were, you know, places that you could go where we could share that information, you know, I'd like oh, to tell yeah, everybody else, don't pass for. by a building, you know, Absolutely. because this could be a large money-making venue, you know. That you never think well, about. I live in a, I live in this little hodunk town, and we do have like uh, we have some um, different places where they have um, night shifts. And who would have ever thought? I mean, I I never when I was putting together my my thoughts about where I was going to have my hot dog stand. Now I have people saying, you know what? We have a night shift. Could you come yep. over like once a month and do yep. a Appreciation night for our people. Yeah, of course I can. You gonna pay me? <laughs> you and, know, but there's, don't there's so the much when you start don't, thinking outside of the box. Yeah, you know, you and start don't forget thinking outside factories. of the box. I mean, if they've got second or third shift, you know, they don't Nothing's have open. anything that's open Nothing's inside that open. factory for those people to eat. You bet. Yeah, no, and there's no place around us, you know. For us, no. in this no. little area, there's no place around for them to go get something to eat. And uh, so, it, you know, there's all of these different things where you start working outside of the box. You start running ideas and brainstorming and, and, and networking. And all of that is coming to be through this organization. Now, can I ask, and I think in, in your community, be, do you have any hotels? We do have hotels, and you know what? What we have with these hotels, we have a few new businesses that are coming to town. Um, Uh We're really excited about that, and they're bringing in people from out of the area to help bring in these new businesses. So now you have these hotels, and again, they're looking for places where they can eat, and I get my menu over to those hotels. Uh You know, put that together, and you just start thinking outside of the box. You know that those hotel restaurants close at 10 o'clock? The restaurants close. Oh, we don't, we don't have hotels o'clock. with restaurants. I'm sorry. We're smaller than that. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, I'm sorry. I, I know here uh, a friend of mine, he sells uh, off of his hot dog cart at the hotels. That's all he does. He goes – we have like nine of them that are concentrated in a, in a, a two-mile area, and he works those every night of the week. And basically what he's selling to is the employees because if you think a large hotel has a lot of employees in it – and at night, they're hungry, too. So he goes there. He's there from 11 to 1 in the morning, and he leaves. That's it. You know, and, and he probably makes about four. He won't tell me the truth, but I'm thinking he makes about 350 to 400 a night. Is this, where he is this? A couple of, I'm sorry? Where is this that he's doing, set up the 11 to 1? At the hotel. Oh, that's, he see, goes that's into my the hotel. Gig. They allow him to come into the hotel parking lot. He sets up. And then uh, the employees all come out during their breaks, which is generally between 11 and 1 o'clock. He said sometimes he's had to leave 1.32, but they'll come out as they get their breaks, and they'll buy off of the cart because inside the hotel, all the restaurants are closed. Uh, they can't get anything to eat unless they get it out of the vending machine. Uh, like that. I, I do the same thing at a factory. That was my my first real, real gig that was making me real money, and... Um, to the tune of 900, 940, I think was the average a week. 
Tuesday and Thursday nights from 11 at night to 1 in the morning. Yeah. Well, yeah, these well that's it. <laughs> no, and a lot of times, if you talk to those factory people, they will say, this is when we get our paychecks. And so rather than working there seven days a week, you line up with those paychecks, and you work two nights a week. God, yeah. I can live with that. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like that money, I could. Well, the one that I'm I sorry, had that called me to to do the late night. That was, they were, you know, they were a factory, but what they were, they were a beer distributor, and they got all their shipments in at night. And again, the 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 cafeteria that they had in there, the cafeteria wasn't open that late at night. So they just wanted somebody that could come in. And he asked me, he said, "Can you just come in anytime around midnight?" You know, because that's when these guys are, you know, they come in there, they get hungry because their shift was 7 to 7 in the morning. So he said anytime around midnight, and, and I did really good. I'm like you, Ben. You know, I'm not going to say how much I made, but it was all cash. Put it in my wow. pocket and went on, and it was good money. Yep. I mean, for a long time. But the problem is, is here the weather gets really nasty sometimes. And, and you know, when you got a foot of snow on the ground, I really didn't want to do it anymore, so I kind of backed out of it. But... It was. It was really good money for a long time. I like that. Well, summer's coming again. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hey, Ben, yeah. what store park did you work at? Which I'm what? sorry? Uh, well, asking Ben, which store park did he work at? I, I didn't hear anything. I'm I'm getting broken up. I said, what store park did you work at? Trailer park? Pool park. Pool park. Knoxville. Knoxville? Yeah. Yeah, I know the guy. I know the guy up there. He comes down Nashville here a lot. Time. I talk to him a lot. Yeah. And you've got. How long, um, you, work, how long you work? How long you work there? Um, I only did a few times there, and I ended up giving it to a girl that was over there in Oak Ridge, and then I went over to the one. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Sevierville, but there's one on yeah. um, Long Springs, and worked it for a little while. And that's when I started leasing carts, and then I set up at Maryville, and I leased that to a, a um, guy from Mexico um, who didn't even have a license to be in the country, and he ended up buying a cart from me and um, buying that cart that I set up there, and then he's now, I think, at Green Acres Flea Market there in Maryville. Yeah. Well, I, I, I ran into a, uh, a Mexican guy that had a trailer that was doing tacos and burritos and something like that. He was making killer money every day. He worked from 8 to 8 every every day. Uh, he took Tuesdays off. I think he took Tuesdays off. But he was knocking down $1,000 a day. You know, he was, he was making good money doing that. Yeah, he was just sitting on the road. And what else can you do where you make that kind of money? I you mean, still, you don't do that. Yeah. I mean, I worked at, at Chase Bank, and I didn't make that kind of money. Do you still have uh-huh. your cart in Nashville, or you just have the concession stand? No, I still got the cart. I wouldn't get rid of it for nothing. <laughs> I don't blame it's, you. It's, it's my money maker. <laughs> you know, oh. I, that's what I told me. I just knew I could cook so much more stuff. I could do barbecue. I, I started barbecuing the hamburgers plus the hot dogs and my sausages. And I thought, man, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like a kid. I'm like a trailer in there. So it just fell on its face. You know, so I, I guess I'm going to use that for event stuff. Hey, one more thing. While we're talking, I've got a factory I'm trying to get into. It's an old four-class plant, uh, 
place, and uh, they took out their cafeteria. They have no cafeteria. And I can't get the HR guy to tell me yes or no. He's a new HR guy that just come in on board. And uh, I can't get the man to, to tell me no, or, and he won't tell me yes either. Way. You got any suggestions? I could I even offer to bring him food. Let me bring him something to eat. He's, I don't Can know I chime in on that one? Uh, yeah, Do you mind if I chime in on that, Ben? Absolutely not. Have at it. Here's what I did. I had a guy that just flat refused to let me come in, come in with the hot dogs because he kept saying, no, hot dogs, we really don't want them. You know, it's just a hot dog cart, blah, blah, blah. What I did was I went over his head, went to the district manager, and I told the district manager this. I said, hey, why don't you do this? Let me come in and just give you guys hot dogs. I said, let me come down. You try the hot dogs. If you don't like it, I'll leave. Well, I'll be happy. Shake hands. We're done. I came in, gave them the hot dogs. They all loved them. I, I went in the daytime when the offices were open. I served up probably 200 hot dogs. Everybody loved them. I was in for good. That's yeah. the easiest way. Just offer them something free, and they won't turn it down. If you go in there, go over the guy's head, go to whoever the you know the main boss is, and say, hey, look, yeah. here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to offer your customers these uh, you know these delicious hot dogs. And, of course, you know, I, I, I want you to try them, so here, let me do it free. You know, I'll come in one day and I'll serve all your, um, you know, all your employees. If you don't like me, then I'm out of here. All right. Uh, and that's that's that is a write-off. Yeah, that is a write-off. They run three shifts out there at this place, you know, and uh, he asked me about, you know, uh, you know, doing all three of them. I said, well, I, I said, I really don't want to do the night shift. I said, but I said, i got to sleep sometimes, you know, because, and nothing, I can't ever find no good help. I have somebody work two, three days, and that's it. You want to see them they want to show up. Yeah, but you can sleep when you die. Don't worry about that. Go yeah, ahead, yeah, work yeah. it. Make all that money I, right I, now. Well, Don't hey, worry I'm about it. You get plenty I'm of sleep later. I'm, we're going to cover. Hey, I'm, six, I'm, six, I'm 60 years old. I don't work night shift once, once in my life. I, I know, I know. Years. I can't I do it either. I don't want no more of it. We, yeah. We're going to cover at some point working um, other people and some ways to do that. I like giving them all the control but putting them the responsibility of buying their own stock and stuff. I don't mind hooking them up with the vendors, but I don't want to have to deal with an employee each day. And so I'd exactly. rather... Exactly, and the a, expense. Yeah, with the expense, too, with taxes and stuff. Now, the guy that I interviewed up north, um, um, Big Dick, it's um, Dick Christensen, and you know he's got four carts now, three or four carts he's running, and... He's all around the University of Illinois, and he has people that he's paying a dollar a dog, and and that's how he's how he's doing it. He profit shares with them, and they get a ten ninety nine at the end of the year. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Do y'all prove this that? I was paying cash for them walk. And they don't, and you can't get good help. Yeah. In this economy, I'd think you'd be able to hire engineers. Back when I was doing good at Pearl Park, I was paying $10 an hour to run the car. I just had Are you anywhere poor... near a, a university now? Oh, I've got university all around me. i got better built. David Lipson, my College. Well, something else you might want to do, too, is they've got a uh, an online newspaper at those universities. You can find uh, employees by going through that. You just go to their, their advertisement department. And they'll let you uh-huh. put an ad on there for help. Those those kids are always looking for part-time work. Yeah. 
there is another thing that there's another thing in in Washington State where they have uh, a thing through the high schools, and it's probably not something where you'd want to just give them your cart and let them run it. But if you need somebody for um, an event or or whatever, they the kids in our high schools that are going for culinary school. Um, they're going to get money and and they're going to be able to go to the culinary school. It's like while an occupational work school. experience through the school. Absolutely, yes. and exactly. and they get yep. to turn that into work experience, and those high schools can help you find people that are not just not just kids that are just looking for an easy job. These guys have a vision where they're going, they're and they're going into the right. food industry, and so. Um, you know, they get to put those hours toward getting uh, money toward going to school. And I've so those are things that you want to look for, too. I've got it in my book, and I've talked about it on the blog, is using the high schools, because all of them usually have a technical um, side of the high school for kids going into business, for kids doing yep. um, economic classes. They'll... Um, one they'll work for free. I've always given them money, but I know some people that capitalize off using the colleges. Um, for yeah, they get credits for it. So yeah, I, w- I would pursue that. Yeah, that's good. Let me ask you another thing. Uh, how, is there anybody that works on campuses on college campuses? Do I know anybody? anybody that that? Yeah. Put a hot dog on campus on campus. Yeah. Absolutely. I have a guy that I, I interviewed on my blog. He's I, I interviewed him live, so it's recorded on my blog. Um, he's a young guy, and he built a cart and put it on a campus. He got permission to be on the campus. Yeah. I think that would be a great location. Well, if you watch the video of the guy up in um, Big Dick, you know, Mustard's Last Stand is his name. He's been doing this for 43 years, and I, I filmed him for two nights in a row, and both nights... He had delivered by the bread truck a thousand buns at each cart and ran out. Wow, God! And I filmed two of the carts because they were about two blocks apart from each other, and I filmed them for two nights straight in sub sub freezing. I'm talking 18 degrees, wind blowing sideways, and this guy's got portable blow heaters and a line around the block of drunk college students. Wow, <laughs> that's great. I'll tell you what, after oh, Ben, that was so much fun. <laughs> I love it. I, I hey, Ben, I, I got my mustard. Long time ago. Oh, did you get your mustard? I got my mustard, and it is fan-freaking-tastic. The chili mustard? The chili mustard, the Plockman's chili mustard. I want to talk to them and see if we can get it in bigger volume for our people, but it the taste is just delicious. Oh man! Now, what kind Honestly, of, what kind of it, it tastes do? like a chili dog, and and you just have the mustard, so you have no health department problems at all. Really? Uh, who It's called Plockman's Chili Mustard, and it is so delicious. Go to my I, MFBA. I, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> actually, there is there is a link to them, and and we actually in the in the um, Amazon. On the Amazon uh, store, you is can buy free? it through there is that because they dev? said that it is. Pardon? Can he access that for free? That link? Yeah, actually, I okay. actually I put a link on it into the the dog park to our okay. store, our Amazon store. Okay. 
It's um, yeah, chili dog mustard, and it tastes like a chili dog. I had my family taste it. They were all here today, and they were going, it tastes like you have chili on this. And I said, no, I don't, and I don't have to worry about, you know, having any commissary, having any kind of work involved with it. It tastes like, I mean, it's delicious. Uh, hey, man, I got another question. On my, uh, on my trailer, I had the health inspector come in and tell me I needed a grease trap under my sink. This was in Mason County. A grease I trap? I went to Wilson County and uh, went to the health inspector up there and I was talking to I said, hey, do I, do I need a, a grease trap in my in my concession trailer under my sink? She said, no, you don't have to have one. Hey, here's what I can tell you. I can tell you, I get these calls every day from somebody that comes up with these arbitrary rules that they think they know. Here's the best way to counter it without being mean or snotty with the health inspector is say, can you give me a copy of that rule? Yeah. And they, nine times, well, even more than nine times out of ten, they can't do it because it doesn't exist in the Tennessee code. It does if you're in a concession trailer, but it does not exist on an open cart. No, yeah. Well, this, Ohio. Was my, this was my concession credit I was talking about. Oh, and yeah. Also, they, that's required. That in Davidson County, the, the inspector told me I couldn't use my concession credit as my commissary. And in that other county, they said I didn't have to have a commissary because I had the concession paper. Well, I mean, it's everything that Tennessee, and it's just one county over, and, they, and, and it's totally different. It's not totally different. It's a oh, state absolutely. Rule. Ten, Tennessee counties adopt the state standard. The counties don't make up new rules, but what happens is is different inspectors will interpret those rules differently. I have different rules in Cock County. You know where Cock County is, right? Next door to me where they do all the illegal cock fighting? Um, yeah. In Cock County, I, I, I don't have to up one day. I can serve anything I want, anything I want, and, and yeah. I never get in trouble. I never have any headaches. The guy comes by and goes, oh, your cart looks good. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, give me a hot dog. And but but if I'm in Sevier County, um, they'll go. Oh, what kind of? Oh, you can't have that. And or you you need to. You can't have cheese. You can't have coleslaw. You can't have this or that. And so I have to. Um, or your or your hand washing cart needs to have hot boiling water in it or right, some weird right. thing. Right. Yeah. It's, it's just arbitrary and it's all their interpretation and and they're trying to make a you know earn their keep as you know as as an inspector. But I would I would always ask for the rules. But I, as far as I know, a concession trailer in the state of Tennessee, because the concession trailer rule and the hot dog cart rules are in the same same subchapter in the state code in Tennessee. So if you don't read it carefully, it mixes them together. And so so if you will go through that or ask about it, I'm almost positive you have to have a trap, a grease trap. Um, on your concession trailer. Right. Well, anyway, I wound up going to a different county and got inspected, so I got my inspection on it anyway. So they, they can't say nothing for six months, I don't guess. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the lady asked me, she said, what are you doing getting, getting your uh, license in this county? I said, I'm thinking about moving up here. She said, oh, okay, well, when you move, give me a call and give me your address so I can report uh, to your house. Paperwork and stuff. I said, okay, I will. So that's how I got around that deal. Well, amazing, I, uh, I'm, amazing. I'm glad you were on tonight. 
Um, I appreciate you you doing that. Hey, calling I, in. I, I appreciate you having this program. I, I've learned so much. Uh, I mean, I don't I don't feel like I know nothing about hot dog, but I, I'm learning every day. Seems like I'm learning something different, and uh, I just enjoy being out with the people and talking to the people and stuff. You know, and you got to be a people person, I think, to do it. You know. You know, and people don't give that enough credit. You have to be. I mean, I've heard people that that they're going, I don't understand why I'm not making it. And then when you when you start to listen to their dialogue, you're going, I think I can get it. <laughs> <laughs> True. Okay, there's a hot dog vendor at the Home Depot. He's the big part of the hot dog vendor in, in Nashville. Probably does better than anybody. At Home Depot. And he's got the person out there that was dead. You cannot hardest. He gets goes to give a fish a picture of food sometimes not seeing him in this stuff. And he's the hardest person to talk to I haven't seen in my life. And I went through business, you know, with several times. And he just ain't got no personality. And and he does great. I mean he he, he I, I think he probably had two one thousand dollars in sale last year. Well he's the exception to the rule. He's the exception to the rule. The last yeah, because usually if you have an attitude like that, you're not going to last long in this business. No, it, I it's just do. amazing. I joke. He must he's, have a lot of relatives buying from him that know him. Yeah, well, he's been over there for a pretty good while now, and the fact that I heard he just bought him a concession cutter to put out there at the Home Depot. I said, I wish he'd talk to me before he bought that thing because mine is it's done about face on me, and he's there seven days a week. You know. That's he still does good yeah, every day. Man. So I, I, I'm thinking about backing off from my pull-apart thing. Like y'all say, maybe working three or four days a week and finding another location closer to home, too. Uh, I appreciate I that information, guys. Yeah, I'm glad we could help, but you'll help us, too. I appreciate you calling in, and I'm glad you took part in the show. I'm always amazed at how many, you know, you can you can have people that are really old doggers, and they have a tremendous amount of information to give you, but so do the new people. I can exactly. learn something from, like, somebody that just started, like and, and you're going, tonight. are you kidding me? Yeah, like Stuart, who goes after something that's almost impossible to get in the state of Florida, Vienna beef hot dogs. And, you yeah. know, Sabret is the, the key dog in Florida. And he goes and finds Vienna and even gets the poppy seed buns. That's, that's but, you know, I have to question that, too, the the cost. I always look at the cost. I, I want to know what my profit margins are and how I can make more yeah. money. Uh, because, again, you know, I love hot dogs the same as everybody else, but you've got to have taste, you've got to have quality, you've got to have personality. But at the end of the day, you have to go home with money in your pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. And, 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 and to me, I you know, I try to find – like, again, I buy a lot of my hot dogs at GFS because they're really good tasting. And the yeah. fact that, you know, you can get an eight-to-one dog there, you get 80 of them in a box for like $30. That's a real good profit. You know, and then, well, then you buy buns, you get your cheap buns. I get good quality buns. Come, what are you you know, I've done me? a lot of events, two-day events, where I bought day-old buns because they're still good, they're still fresh, nothing wrong with them. I'm, I know I'm going to get rid of them the next day. What are you paying for your you dogs? Know, uh, well, at GFS up here, it's I'm wrong. It's twenty two. I get eighty of them for twenty two dollars. Okay. And then sometimes they'll run on sale in nineteen ninety five. Okay. 
See, I don't yeah. think we have GFS in, in Washington. I don't think we have it on the West Coast. No, there's, yeah, there's not a whole lot of northern part, northern, and they just snap them in south. Yeah, I've heard the name. Let me, let, let me ask you another question. I've been selling the five to one dog from GFS. Then do you think that'd be better out doing the eight to one? That that thing looks so small to me. Well, you know well, what? See, what? Don't fix what ain't ahead, broken. And if you've been doing good with your cart, and and you've been doing it for four years, I wouldn't fix what ain't broken. Now, if you want to try right. it and add it as a second item on your cart, go ahead. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't like switch up the program. Yeah, and again, and again with with me, mine is. Again, with me, mine is. I use an eight to one because I use a lot of toppings on mine. So, yeah, you know, I, it, it, I mean, I give them all the, I don't tell them extra time, I give them the onions, the sauerkraut, the uh, jalapenos, the uh, relish, I give all, all that stuff, you know, for the price of the hot dog. Now, we got a lot of doing it. I started doing the grilled onions and peppers, and I charge 50 cents more for that, and they get that, well, my, usually, I put that either on a dog or on a sausage, either one they have the running on. I, I yeah, I gotta tell you, everybody loves that. Ben's Coke, Coke onions. I got that recipe from him. Hey, you know what? I used it. And I just can't wait it. to try I, that. Well, try it at home. Oh, Deb. they're great. Deb, my wife made them tonight. Um, they, I didn't come up with that, so I have to give credit where credit is due. But that came from um, from um, um, uh, Biker Jim out in Colorado, and mm. that 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 was his his secret sauce for his. Um, Wild game hot dogs because what he serves. Well, is thanks wild to Biker Jim because that's, that's really been a big deal with me. <laughs> oh, it is for me. Well, too. Not, the, not only are they di- not, you know, because I know that um, now I have not done the Biker Jim onions, but I know that when I put onions on the grill, that smell going Amen. out there is just Amen. worth yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah, but I got to I mean, tell you, just, if you pour if you pour that Coke in there, now you've got that sweet smell of onions. And oh, it just mm. it draws them in. I mean, I I have people come up and go, "What's that smell?" Oh, well, that's the onions cooking. Oh, can I try those? And of course, I got little sample cups. So I go, "Yeah, sure." You know, I let them try it. And they're like, "Oh, you got to smell." And I, you know, I've even done events where I've had to do hamburgers before, and they're going, "Hey, can you put them onions on that hamburger too?" My wife got the hot dog, but I want the hamburger with the onions. You know, and they just love. I mean, them coke onions are, and I leave them simmer all day. You know, I keep turning them over and putting new fresh onions in there and coking, and I I keep that smell going as long as I possibly can. And another thing, I found the whole key to it is you have to use that cast iron skillet. Amen. You have to use a cast. Yep. Nothing else will work. You have to use that cast iron skillet. So where do you put put the cast iron skillet? On on our grill. Yeah, I put it right on on the grill. grill. Yeah, just get you an uh, 8-inch cast iron frying pan. Or not a frying pan, but, you know, a skillet. skillet. And then uh, stick that right on your grill. Yeah. Now, I also have the optional um, uh, Lowe's hardware. I don't know if you guys have Lowe's. I'm sure you do down there. Um, Or across there. I'm sorry, Deb. But uh, Lowe's (laughs) now carries a a outside uh, cooker that, that actually sits, and it's got a burner that runs through these valves, and it evenly displaces heat throughout your pan. And it sits on a little tripod. It's like eighty-nine dollars. Sits on a tripod. It's a great thing to have. If you can afford to buy one of those, you put that beside your cart. And then now I can use a fourteen-inch pan with onions. I went to uh, Bass Pro here, 
and I bought a 14-inch cast iron skillet, and that's what I cook my onions in now because, again, you know, the more the merrier. If I get that smell out there, the more people. And with those events, you know, it it works to have a bigger pan. If I'm just doing the hot dog cart, though, I'll just do the uh, uh, small cast iron skillet. But on the bigger events, I use the big cast iron I'm sorry. You do bell peppers too. You do bell peppers too. No, no. And and the coke onions. All I use is just coke and the onions. That's I it. can tell you this. When I did the bell peppers at the flea market, and I didn't have as good a sales when I added bell peppers, even though I was doing Italian dogs too, Italian sausages. Wow. The the bell peppers puts off a different smell, and you yep. definitely don't want to do it with the Coca Cola because that's what I did, and I screwed up. Um, and so, if you, I would do one or the other, but I'm both. Okay. So, uh, just, you just cut, you just cut the onions up and then, you should put the cheese on them? Do what? You put that cheese on them? Well, I, I sneak cream cheese into mine when, every chance I get. Like, right before I serve it, if some cream cheese spills into the pan, I'll I'll let it go. You know what? That, that, that happens a lot of times. You know. Do what? I said, that happens a lot of times. Yeah, I've had accidents happen like that. And I, I Amazing tried. how those I things happen. I thought my best not to let something like that happen, but it, boy, it, it never fails. <laughs> yeah, it can't be your fault that, if your wife walked by and dropped it in there, can it? No, that's right. right. She's now, do, you use, do you use sweet onions or do you use just regular yellow onions? Because they're a lot cheaper. Vidalias. Vidalias? I use Vidalias. When I'm out of Vidalia's, because they're seasonal pretty much, um, you can get the sweet onions or any white onion. And the white onions, you'll have to end up putting more Coke and caramelize them a little better. But Vidalia's, when you can get them, buy the crap out of them and never freeze them. Me and my wife cut up a bag and sliced 50 pounds of Vidalia onions and froze them. It was the stupidest thing I ever did. Um, because we had to throw them <laughs> and your whole freezer stunk, didn't it? <laughs> well, not just that. They it ruins the onion. Yeah, the onions don't taste. Yeah, we right. have Walla Walla sweets out here that we get, and they're they're just oh my gosh, they're Walla better Walla than Vidalia's. Better than yeah, Vidalia's. any any sweet onion like that will work <laughs> fine. Yeah, and then don't be afraid to overcook them. I, I mean, leave them cook as long as you possibly can because. The the more they caramelize, it it seems in my case I don't know Ben you you can chime in here, my people just love them. I mean if they're almost burnt they still love them, because that once they start to caramelize like that people just they oh. they like them a lot more. Grosser you know? they look when they start yep. to look slimy nasty. Um, are y'all still there? Yeah. Okay. Well, the grosser they look, the better they're going to taste. Um. They get almost like candy, and I will usually take um, just a little bit out of my pan and put them on a wax sheet and let people just pick up some and taste them, and all of them will want them on their hot dog once they taste it. I really believe you could serve roadkill and it would with those onions. And then you don't charge extra for that? No, I don't charge extra for that. I think we lost Dave. Yeah, we did. Um, but um, I, I don't charge extra for it. Um, now, I did it in the beginning, so you may hear contradictory information, because I used to charge a dollar extra. Now I put it with it, and um, I'm mostly doing it for the smell 
and it's hard to keep enough, so I'll park cook a bunch up at my commissary slash home, and I'll have them in plastic bags, par cooked up, and in the fridge. Oh. And then, I, then what I do is when I get to the cart, I'll get that frying pan or the skillet hotter than crap, put a little olive oil in the bottom, pour in a little bit of Coke, and then I'll dump a bag of the onions. And and it, then they're ready quicker. And if I had to serve them immediately, I could as soon as they're warm. But the longer they sit there, the better they become. I'm getting hungry. What kind of serving paper do you use on your hot dog? Do you use a, a tray, a hot dog paper, or what? Um, uh, on the say, say that again. I, I'm using when I when I serve the dogs, I don't use a yeah. tray. I don't <laughs> use the trays. Um, we use the the um the wax paper sheets or the foil sheets. If I'm doing, if I'm gonna have chili or something on the cart, I'll use the foil sheets. The wax sheets are cheaper. If I can get away with doing those, I use those. But the foil sheets keep it cleaner, nicer, neater. And so that's again, everybody needs to be looking at. You know, what is that bottom dollar? I was using the trays, and they were costing me a bunch. Yeah, that's stupid. But I was doing the same thing. I was using boats, the styrofoam boats that closed over the dock. And yeah. it, it looked pretty, but it was a lot of wasted money. And my garbage can at the cart ended up getting filled up with my 25-cent boats. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I'm Absolutely. just using those, those paper hot dog trays, you know, you get some yeah. water in the box. Yep. That's the only thing I've ever used. Well, those are fairly cheap. Those are fairly cheap. I think those are a two point two cent a piece at Sam's yeah. Club. Yeah, that's about right, man. Yeah. And and but the foil, if you get foil at Sam's, um, you'll end up under two cent a piece, and you can wrap it and close it up. If you use the chili, um, you know, if you use the little things and you and they want to take it with them, you still got to wrap it. So now you're in at four and a half cent, five cent, whatever. And I don't want to. I, I was trying to create ways to save every penny I could because if you sling a hundred thousand hot dogs a year and you saved a penny, um, yeah, you, off of every dog, you know, I say a hundred thousand as far as a hundred thousand dollars, and you saved a penny, um, you know, that's a thousand dollars in your pocket at the end of the year without you doing anything but changing what you're serving it on. Yeah. Hey, Ben, out there at Fuller Park where I'm at. Yeah. Two guys give me two, two, the two bathrooms that they had out there. They locked them up because people was going to destroy them. Yeah. And I went in and cleaned them bathrooms up, and uh, I put me a freezer in one to keep my meat in. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Only in Tennessee. <laughs> Only in Tennessee. Uh, Only in Tennessee you put a freezer, deep freezer in the bathroom. <laughs> it ain't no bathroom anymore. We don't use it for bathroom anymore. I know, it's funny. The way you said it, it's funny. <laughs> now, hey, but, but, but these folks have been really good to me. They give me them tools. I keep my hot dog cart out there. I don't have to bring it home at night. All thing I take out there is my surprise. That and is I, awesome. But, That's awesome. Yeah, That's Andy. I, you know, I, I'm small. I, uh, if I have to go to the other place and lay all them tables and stuff every day, I, you know, uh, I'm just spoiled on that. They just spoiled me on that part, but well, I've got to find me another location because I'm just not making enough money to to do what I used to do. Let me tell I, you I what I did. I used to make $200, $200 a day, and now I'm, I'm lucky if I'm getting 200 
You know, I, let me tell you what I did at the pull aparts and and one of them wasn't a pull apart. It was over in um in um the tri well not tri cities but Morristown area, and uh-huh. it was a pull apart. But they had just taken stolen off the name. It wasn't the real pull apart. Well, anyway, what I did over there is I took um and found the busiest days, and then I found out the Saturday was always the busiest day of the week there because people were off work and they had time to right. fix their cars. And so Saturday was real busy. Well, then I found out that the first week of every month was the best week of every month. So you could run a cart all seven days of that first week of every month, and then just the rest of the weeks run just Saturdays. And that first week is because people get their welfare checks, Medicaid checks, Social Security checks, whatever, and they're out there pulling parts. Right. And I see, I've sold a hundred dollars worth of cocoa in the summertime. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Oh um, gosh, your your beverages can just make you a, an amazing amount. And water, good God, water! Yeah. What a blessing oh, water is. Get the water free. Um, which, How you get water free? I, I ain't never heard that yet. Well, yeah, that's in my book. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> I, I, I gotta get that. I gotta get that. It, and it works, especially in Tennessee, because you, you well, you'll know as soon as as soon as you read my book, you'll go, I know exactly what he did, and it's simple as pie. But I promise you, um, you'll love it. And and I can give you a little tip, Rob. I'm if you correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know which show we put that on. Remember, I divulged that information last show or the show before. Um, I yeah, I'm not so sure if it wasn't the first show. I'm not sure. One of the shows, I was drinking a little too much, and I gave everybody on the show my tip to get in water. <laughs> and um, <laughs> you think I'm kidding, Deb. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> and, um, if, if, um, if you'll go on, the, um, on those previous shows um, without having to buy my book, you can get that. I'll tell you exactly. I'll, I'll, so now, so now it's, all it's of this was just... It's, I'm sorry, is all this is going to be available to people and they're going to hear that again yeah, and they're going to get all your your secrets again? They'll hear it. They'll hear it. But, see, you have a lot of people that won't go listen to the old shows because it seems old. You know, oh, this was uh. five weeks ago. <laughs> I'm not going to listen to that. And, um, and, see, I kind of did two things there, Deb. I kind of talked them into going and listen to all the shows because I don't know which show it was in, but I know there's five shows back. And they could listen to any one of those shows, and it, it's in one of them. I mean, I, I describe it thoroughly how to do it. <laughs> I, think I, missed, I, missed, I think I missed the first show. I'll well, about it. I think I've listened to the rest of them. I got here late tonight. Now, but, you're, uh, now you're going to have to go back to the archives, and you're going to get it all. Yeah, yeah. You'll, get the, you'll get the secret and um, how I get the free water. And and it works every time, and I've got customers that write me and tell me they've done it. So And that makes me feel good. When people yeah. You know, do. there's like, I, w- I went to a, a furniture store the other day, and they um, I was up in Seattle, and they hand you a bottle of water when you go in, mm-hmm. and they had like all kinds of information on the outside. I mean, it was like their own, I don't know, it was probably tap water, but they had a, a beautiful, <laughs> <Label>. <laughs> probably, you know, but, but it had like this beautiful... <laughs> label on it with all this information and I took it home and I refilled it and it you know and I thought gosh you know if you went out and you talked to businesses in the area and said all right 
are you gonna uh do you wanna sponsor the water? Hey, um I mean it's, it's exactly what I did, Deb. And it's exactly what I did. I'm do. so smart. You are smart. I have sponsors <laughs> the water and it is a furniture store. And he buys the water, but I still make three hundred and something dollars a month off of him. Besides the water, so when I start selling water, it's a hundred percent. And he's and he's getting it's a win-win because he's getting. I mean, he's people a, are out there walking around with his commercial. And he's got a coupon on it, so he knows he's getting results. Awesome. So, oh no! Now they now they don't have to go back to the archives. Right, but they screwed up. After this is a three hours of show. Because <laughs> this is a three-hour show so far, we got seven minutes and we'll be at three hours. It was it was it was nervous. I was nervous. <laughs> you did a good job. Thank we, you. We had fun. Rob keeps me feeling better because Rob is Rob's been there since day one, and we have um once I get him on the line, it's like. It's like this peace rushes over me, and I go, okay, I'm not alone. And, um, and and I didn't curse. Yeah, you didn't even curse. So we don't even have to make this a rated R show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can't wait to uh, to get me, my guy. Uh, I on want. The show. I told Deb about him this week. I am so excited to get him on. My uh, my 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 homie from the hood. Yeah. Uh, that slings the dogs. Uh, <laughs> he's a cool guy. He's a very interesting story, Deb. Um, but I'm sure Ben told you about him. But he, he's going to make a good show. Uh, in just in general, it's a different twist on uh, people down on their luck kind of thing. Um, I mean, this guy was going to prison kind of kind of luck. You know, <laughs> the judge says, "Hey, you got to straighten out your life, or you're going to go up uh, up the up the pokey for a while." And he said, "Well, <laughs> I just think it's all amazing and 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 just so wonderful that everybody is networking and working." And and working t- for these people, it's just it's such a good thing to be involved with. I am so happy. Well, um, and so I'm just you know I just hope that we see like some results, more people, so that we can like start funneling money toward the legal system, toward all of that things. I mean, there's so much I have in the vision, and I'm just I love it. You need to um, get a hold of Rob, Deb. He can't. He called me about a good idea, um, and I didn't have. I haven't had a chance to talk to you about it, but um, he's got a great idea for for interlinking um, MFVA and IJ, um, so that we get okay. the power of the attorneys and um, and we you know gain some support from them more than just hey, can you help us out. Yeah, because when I've called them and we've had actual needs, it has not worked out for us yet. Well, they're you know they, to they their look attorney. at things and 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 they have their own. I mean, they have their own thing that they're setting up. They're cool people, awesome, and I I love and I I do want to like build that relationship more. There's just so much I want to do, so well, much I want to do. A way for it to build us up quickly. So if you get with Rob, um, the Rob's on the phone now. Um, and Rob, if you well, Rob, you can probably get you can get my you you can send me through my private Facebook. You can send me a, a message. 
Um, you know, so we don't just put out your private number and you do get the heavy breathers. I mean, I know all of us kind of <laughs> enjoy that, but... <laughs> But, I mean, you know, yeah, hook up with me on that, and we will work together, and we will do some more stuff so that we can get this built up and working for people, and we can see some more successes, because that's what I want. I want to see these successes so bad. It's come. Um, we, I get, I, I'm privy to a lot of them because they email me or call me, like when Stuart called me and said, hey, I want to get another card. And and I he goes, did you ever make that course? you know, on building a cart. And I said, yeah, I gave him the website. And he goes, oh, man, I'm I'm going to do this. I'm going to I'm gonna build it myself. I'm an engineer student. I'm going to make this thing rock. And, I mean, here's a young kid, full-time engineer student, and, and he's got a cart running and fixing to have two. <laughs> that, that hey, Jeff, just um, get my number from Ben, uh, yeah. my phone number. He's got it. And um, I'll give me a call, or I'll get your number or whatever. Email me, and say, "Hey, is this a good time?" Or text message me. Uh, oh, by the way, Ben, I yeah. have uh, came out of the Stone Ages, got rid of my BlackBerry, and now I actually have a smartphone with a text package, so you can text message me without my Praise wife. Praise the Thank Lord. You. Yeah, I was going to get I was going to get grounded hey, I again. I text now. Text <laughs> yeah. Holy cow! I, I, I finally I mean in trouble. Yeah. Oh, I am so like a teenager. <laughs> I am like so. I am like so fixed into texting right now. It's like it's become a new obsession, and I had to have somebody sit down and say, "You need to text." And I'm going, "I'm too old to text." No, you're not. And they they have like they brought me over to the dark side. I am like a texting fool. <laughs> texting is My, so much uh... that you can end the conversation whenever you want. And it doesn't interrupt your day. Absolutely. And so tonight, Absolutely. while I was on the phone, as far as while we were live on the radio, I probably took 30 to 35 text messages. And and they were from people listening to the show, asking questions or asking when I was going to do. Several of them texted, when are you going to... When are you going to do the giveaway? When are you going to do the giveaway? When are you going to do the giveaway? <laughs> no, but I love it. Yeah, I, wow. I'm sitting too, but my finger hits the wrong one half time. I thought, what in the hell did I just see? And so, <laughs> I have to, I have to do about two or three times before I hit the right key. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, I had to cut everybody off and say good night, but um, we're we're at eleven. I'm ready to go. And we got good night, less. Guys. See you later. Hey, see you later. We got less than a minute in the show. I I really thank you, Deb, Rob, again. I know I thank you every time, and, and I hope you know just how much I appreciate it. Yep, I got you, my friend. Well, but Deb, hook up with an me. Excellent, uh, it was an excellent evening. I was really worried about it. I was really kind of scared. It's not the thing that I like to do. I like to talk face-to-face to people one-on-one, and that was kind of really scary, but... I just love the questions and everything that came in, so thank you very much for the opportunity. Oh, anytime, Devin. If you ever want to get back on and do it and, and promote the, the, the forum and the MFVA and the group and do a membership drive or whatever, let's do it. Okay. All righty. Yep. Have a good forget, evening. Uh, Happy Valentine's. Don't forget with me about the uh, IJ thing. Yeah, Absolutely Devin, not. I will. Devin, if you can remember, if you go to learnhotdogs.com, um, and mm-hmm. go to the one-on-one um, training at the top, Rob is listed in there. There's only about 20 okay. people. Rob is one of them. You'll see him in North Carolina. Um, that's got his number and everything. Um, yeah. If not, I'll oh, message you tomorrow. 
You had to say programming consultants. Yep. Okay. All right. Sounds All good. right. Thanks, well, you guys have a good yep. evening. Yep. Y'all have a wonderful night. See you Bye, later. Bye. 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 Night. Night.